0: The Blaze Radio Network on demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio
1: Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray uh, unleashed. On the world again. The unsuspecting world. Of course, probably by now after, what, five months? They probably suspect it. Kind of see it coming. Yeah. About the same time every day. Yeah. So just kind of plan accordingly. We've sort of developed a little bit of a pattern, I guess, that they could anticipate. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the big student walkout yesterday. Hey, how about those kids leading the way? Man, you you just, you go. Back to class, please. Thank you. Go back to class shut up, and get back to class. Mm-hmm. Thousands upon thousands. It actually did look pretty good, pretty big, but did you have any doubt? <laughs> you got a day off of school. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Of course they're going to leave and be the biggest gun control activist on the planet.
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. The whole day, surely they just left for 17 minutes and then went right back to oh, class. Oh,
1: surely that's what happened. <clears throat> Except no. No? No? No. Mm-mm. They walked out of their classrooms to peacefully protest in action on gun laws, and then there was Antioch High School near Nashville, Tennessee. Some of the students who walked out of class pulled down an American flag hanging from a flagpole, uh, which what does that have to do with gun control I'm sorry i uh, you don't like America because of gun control um uh, so they pulled that down, and then they started uh, jumping on top of a police car, up and down on a cop car. What does that have to do with um, violence at schools? Uh, the the shooting, the murder at the Parkland High School. I, hmm, fascinating. No, no students were apparently injured. The statement from district spokesperson uh, Michelle. Michaud said, unfortunately, some students on our Antioch campus today chose to protest in ways that significantly disrupted school operations and threatened the safety and order for other students and staff within our school. Swift action was taken by security and police to address the situation. We look forward to welcoming students back tomorrow, not for 17 minutes, tomorrow okay. for a great day of teaching and learning and more indoctrination and propaganda. Well, I don't know that the <laughs> teaching is working if, uh. if the
2: kids... Think seven the days are only seventeen minutes long.
1: <laughs> I guess. So, right. Come on. Maybe a little bit of math would be nice. Um so Leonor Leonor Munoz, a senior at Stoneman Douglas, which is a school where it happened, said we shouldn't be here. But we are, because we can't deal with the idea of this happening again. We should be studying for a test, we will probably fail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because you are not in class, uh, but you know they're they were out saying really cute things, mm. uh, like they, they did this chant that they I'm sure learned uh, to do from the '60s mm-hmm. protest. This was uh, in chant class
2: that they uh, learned. Yeah, this? it's chant class,
1: okay. which is the most important class of the day in any school district.
3: The NRA has got to go.
1: Hey hey ho ho. The NRA has got to go. Hey hey. Ho ho. ho ho, the NRA got has do. got to go. That rhymed. Mm-hmm. It's good because we said it with a really loud voice. Hey hey, hey, hey. Uh, ho, ho, ho ho, NRA, NRA has got, got to, to go. go. Hey hey, ho ho, ho, ho. uh, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, of course, spoke at one of the rallies. <laughs> A surprising dearth of Republicans speaking at these things.
4: All moved by your eloquence and your fearless insistence <laughs> Not all on this. action to prevent gun mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing your urgency to this fight to the cu- doorstep of America.
1: <laughs> the what? To the, ca- <laughs> to the ca- ca- doorstep of America. I don't know if she's going to say capital, country, class. The word. Uh, Yeah, the word. Uh, Then uh, one of the students spoke up uh, boldly at, uh, I think it was the same rally Nancy Pelosi attended.
5: We will accept nothing less than comprehensive gun control. Oh, good. And if it's what it takes, we will shame our national policymakers into protecting us. When the commander-in-chief solution to this country's gun problem Mm. is more guns, Mm. you know we have a moral problem in this White House. (laughs) This is in our hands now, and if any elected official gets in our way, we will vote them out and replace them ourselves.
1: Well, you know, there's a a 17-year-old kid who's yelling, and uh, and he's a teenager. Okay. And so we've got to pass a new law. Oh. If a teenager was yelling, yeah, why then? That's, we're, we're done, right? That's new law grounds for a new law. Yes, that equals new law. So that's teenager. Like, okay. young person yelling equals new law. So wait a
2: minute. When I was growing up, I I was taught it was House and Senate.
1: Mm-hmm. and then it's a new law with the signature of the president. You're yeah, we just, we just changed that. Just changed, changed that? It? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Are you confusing this for the country you grew up in? It's true. I'm old and I'm... Yeah. I'm I love the fact that they will accept nothing other than comprehensive gun control. That's got a good ring to it, doesn't it? <laughs> Anything with Jeez.
2: comprehensive in it's front terrible.
1: it is Comprehensive horrific. immigration reform, mm-hmm. comprehensive gun legislation, all of it's bad. Bad, you know that's a progressive ah. buzzword. Comprehensive, Comprehensive education. Educa- Comprehensive educate. <laughs> Comprehensive anything <laughs> is bad. Nice. Bad. But they yelled it, so it's good, right? That's right. There that's, you go. So got you got, got a new, young person. Yep. Yelling. Yep. And you get a new law. There's
2: know. the new math right there. Kay. Teenager.
1: Mm-hmm. Plus yelling mm-hmm. equals new law. New law. We're gonna have to go back to. Uh, uh, what was it called? Um, you know, the, the, uh, first of all, there was gu- grammar rock. There was, uh, legislative schoolhouse rock. Schoolhouse yeah. Schoolhouse rock and do the legislative thing. Redo that whole deal. <laughs> I'm just a bill. I'm just a bill. It hey, will have to play that. Cause that's completely different now. <laughs> that's completely we different. Gotta change the words, man. Okay, the, so the kid promises. Let's listen to that again because it was so loud and, and so passionate. And he's so young. Um, we
5: will accept nothing less than comprehensive gun control. Yeah. yeah. And if it's what it takes, we it, will shame our shame. national policymakers into protecting us. Shame when the commander chief solution to this country's gun problem. It's more guns. Guns! You yeah. know we yeah, you have know. a moral problem in right. this White House. Well this is in our hands now, and if any elected official gets in our way, yeah. we will vote them out and replace them ourselves. Except for the fact that you can't, because oh. you're not even old enough to vote.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was an old person yelling, though, so that doesn't that doesn't matter. Oh Yeah, that doesn't equal a new law. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I kind of wish it did, but it doesn't.
2: <laughs> Let's get on. <laughs> to, we need lobbyists. Mm. We need to make it so that uh, old people... Plus yelling equals new law.
1: Yeah, or else I'm thinking okay. we need to have ten year olds vote because this is these are the young people leading us to where <laughs> you know these fresh new ideas. Maybe eight is the age where you're you're hip enough, you're wise enough, you're mature enough to vote. Maybe it's eight years old. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, interesting situation though because they're going to vote people out of office uh, when they can't vote. <laughs> That's not stopped them yet. These kids last week or the week before were ingesting Tide Pods. <laughs> and now they're telling us what they will and will not accept when it comes to the laws of this land. Something's wrong with the picture. I don't know what, uh, but maybe you can tell me. 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Surprisingly, in New Jersey, there's a school district that plans discipline for the kids who walked out. Um... In New Jersey, the kids walked out of classes despite the warnings from the school district that those who participated would be punished. I believe they sent a letter to home with the kids, too. Hmm. Hey, we're not. No, they're, they're, they're here to learn surprising surprising that new, so anybody in New Jersey would take this stance right? <laughs> students who left the school reportedly told they would receive a two-day suspension while the students who attended the protest in the auditorium, oh, okay, so they even set up an alternative for them. Can't leave the campus but we'll have we'll have your cute little protest in the auditorium um, and if, if they went there they just received detention. I think they actually wanted the kids in the class. Wait a minute. Huh. What? Haters. The students were uh, some of the thousands who rallied. Um, And uh, I'll bet you somebody is going to, some parent is uh, going to sue the school district because their little darling got suspended when they walked out in protest. Mm -hmm. What do you want to bet? I'll bet you any amount of money. There will be a lawsuit against that school district. Uh, it's interesting that some of these protests included kids as young as second grade out on the streets holding protest signs. Second graders. <laughs> Who is sanctioning an elementary school getting out of class to protest gun control? Who? I, I mean, the insanity that exists in this nation is really hard to comprehend. I wonder, do, did we ever see an actual number of how many of these students around the country? Yeah. Wow. What was the total? I wonder, just the Washington, D.C. protest was okay. really well attended.
2: Hmm, let's see. Here. Did you
1: happen to see Bernie Sanders hmm. being swarmed by the mob of teens on Capitol Hill? Look at this. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. Bernie Sanders parting the sea of people like Moses. It screams like it's the Jonas Brothers or something. Justin Bieber is in the area. Is it the Beatles in the 60s? Nope. Now Jonas? Holy not Bieber, not the Beatles, just little old seventy-six-year-old Bernie Sanders. Ugh. So ridiculous. Seventy-six-year-old <laughs> socialist Bernie Sanders. Why does he resonate so well with kids? Why? I guess it's socialism. Yeah, that's that's all it can be. And and why is socialism resonating with them? Because that's what they're taught in school. That's what they're taught in these little propaganda centers because that's all these things are now propaganda centers triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts let me tell you about cosmo Hertz kids um cosmo Hertz kids founder is victoria hurst and her family's company the Hearst corporation actually publishes cosmo it's kind of interesting it's a interesting situation but she's not trying to shut down the magazine she doesn't want to take away their free speech she just wants material, harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmo in all states. And that way, uh, pornography can't be sold to kids. Now, you might be thinking, well, Cosmo's not porn. Mm, you know, it might not feature totally naked women, but it certainly features yeah, not, very scantily clad. Not much left to the imagination. Right. And uh, right on the cover, heat up sex, exclamation point. Sizzling foreplay techniques, warm toys for your hot spots, and our famous fire starter move to really kick that fire into gear for your 12, 13, 14-year-olds. Brilliant. If you believe like like we do, like Victoria does, like I do, that Cosmo is pornography and it should be kept out of the hands of kids under 18, visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. find out how to help CosmoHurtsKids.com. joined now by Brad Stagg I have to
6: admit I was late getting in here because that last image you had on the screen
1: terrified me oh the, all those kids
2: Bernie Sanders
1: the Bernie Sanders thing wow not amazing wow A little socialist love that guy love him wow I mean there's nothing hip about him there's nothing exciting about him there, there is nothing that would seemingly draw teenagers to wow. an
2: old man. Wait, they know he's white, too, right? And wow. white!
6: Which coincides yeah. perfectly with the fact that today is National Everything You Think is Wrong Day. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Nice. Just so you know. So when you think, <laughs> watch this carefully, when you think <laughs> yeah. about taking a paper clip and putting it in your ear... That's ben, wrong. That's wrong. That's shouldn't wrong. Do this right. is not what you but, should no. Be using. To no, that's, see, that's wrong. I proved, just proved that it, that's wrong. Yeah. When you think about taking like a a pen mm-hmm. and and putting, that's wrong. Oh.
1: Like a big pen, right? I mean, wrong. You should Yes, right. You shouldn't jab that down your ear no, canal. So this no, no, that's a very either. bad
6: idea. No, huh. exactly. Really? The little katana swords you can get online.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh.
6: Wrong. Huh. A candle, putting it in, wrong. Okay, huh. all those things are wrong. So it is in fact everything you think is wrong. Day, what you mm-hmm. need to do today is go to usewaxrx.com. You see, it just circled right back. Nice. Genius. And
1: Bernie Sanders. So yeah, don't do something, do the right thing. Exactly. Because something would be like jamming a pen in your ear. <laughs> yeah. Right, don't right. Try but this the, right thing the right thing is things. use, wax use WaxRX.com.
6: And yeah. you know what? Well, we've um, we've uh, uh, actually arranged for free shipping just for you. Mm. Just for you at home if you use promo code radio. So forget the paperclip and mm-hmm. remember use WaxRX.com, promo code radio.
0: This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the
1: blaze radio network. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Here's some of the kids speaking at Capitol Hill yesterday. Student making a speech on gun control and American resolution.
3: The solution isn't arming teachers, nor is it to arm more people. And my parents believed in that as soon as they moved to this country. Together, we will get stricter gun reform because it is the right thing to do.
7: We will expand
3: background checks because it is the right thing to do. And we will Mm. optimize our psychiatric evaluations because it too is the right thing to do. Mm. Our lives are worth more than the millions of NRA dollars dumped into political campaigns.
7: Mm.
3: And on Mm -hmm. these issues, let me be clear. There is no compromise. We are not seeking a Republican solution or a Democratic solution. Mm. We are seeking an American resolution.
7: Mm -hmm.
3: So let's revive the belief that individuals like my parents had and the promise of this country so that we can remove these profound feelings of fear and anxiety in what should be our Mm -hmm. safest institution. Thank you.
1: Yeah, we should overturn the Constitution so that kid and his parents feel better. Yeah. So just set fire to the U.S. Constitution. Because, again, it's a young person Mm -hmm. speaking loudly, yelling. Uh, So that equals new law. New law. That trumps the U.S. Constitution. That's the math. Teenager plus yelling equals new law. New law. Okay. Uh, Jeez. I love the fact, more guns are not the answer. What are are you talking about? How could arming teachers not be a solution to this? I... That is the perfect solution to this. Somebody comes into your classroom with a gun. Okay. Teacher gets their gun and shoots said person who shouldn't be there with the gun. Done. That doesn't help the situation. I think it does. Man, oh man. And if it's not that, it, do- it doesn't have to be that. Let's, but let's fortify the school. That's your big concern, right? That's your safety problem right now. That's your big issue. Okay, leave the Second Amendment alone, and let's fortify the school somehow. Let's talk about that instead of listening to you guys yammer and scream about comprehensive gun control and how you know best what to do. Oh, man. (laughs) It's been a tough month and a half or whatever it's been. Oof.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And we saw it coming. Mm-hmm. It just felt different from the first moment. Yeah, we we um
2: the fields were ready. Um, yeah, they, they those seeds have been sown for quite a while in this country, and um, now we're um
1: Americans. Chickens are coming home. Coming home to roost or something.
2: Thank you, Pastor Wright.
1: Peter in California, you're on the blaze.
8: Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, again, thank you for you and Glenn uh, calling those people out because we. We need a voice like yours. Thank you. But what I've found uh, lately is the problem is not the kids. The problem are the parents,
7: mm-hmm. the
8: ones that are teaching them all this stuff.
7: Pushing them down this correct. path. You bet. Yeah.
8: Exactly. Yep. And and I think, you know, instead of taking guns away, which I absolutely oppose because the gun isn't a problem. It's the guy behind the gun. Mm-hmm. And also the way to fix schools is really easy you put a fence around the school, you put a metal detector on the front door, Mm -hmm. and you have them walk through there. And they don't go out at lunchtime and, and, you know, smoking dope or maybe buying a hamburger. They stay in school. And almost instantly, all of this shooting would stop because there are no guns on campus except for a few cops, and hopefully they were willing to go in and do something. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it is. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Peter. Yeah, so securing the school during the school day I, I, I can't understand how that doesn't make sense. And the one parent, there's one parent out there who is really strong on that, and he's out saying it. Secure the school. Secure the school. Have the gun control discussion later. Or, in my personal view, never. But secure the school. Absolutely. Uh, Sumi in Texas. You're on the blaze.
8: Hi. Um <clears throat> Uh, I would say that uh gun control does, uh, doesn't go nearly far enough um mm. we're thousands of years since we've uh, we've had control of ourselves we still yet to do that i I think that's mm. more important
1: yeah self-control over gun control would <laughs> would be really yeah. good wouldn't it yeah I like that uh-huh. thanks and we appreciate it Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. But
2: these kids, they say they want to be safe. They want to be, you know, secure where they're at. Mm-hmm. Really? Then get on board with this. People protecting your school, and just like you said, the dad who says, "Worry about gun control, talk later. We'll have that debate later." But but is that not the same futile conversation that we have about our border? Mm-hmm. Right. We'll talk about immigration reform later. Can we just secure the border first?
1: Yeah. It's just oh, wait, yeah, and we can't, can't do either one of those no, things. Just can't do any, either one. Because for the people on the other side, that's not their agenda. They're not really interested in securing the school. They're not. Otherwise, they'd be talking about securing the freaking school. They're not interested in securing the country. Uh, they're interested in bringing illegals into the country to become voters for them. Otherwise, they'd be securing the border. Again, it's, but it's not, their, it's not their issue. It's not what they do. Uh, all right, let me tell you about a place where your kids won't be indoctrinated. Um, if you're sick and tired of all of this, you're seeing the fruit of public school labor right now. The vast majority of them are little progressive laboratories. And your kids are the guinea pigs. It's nothing like the way it was when we grew up but you can do something about it. It's called Freedom Project Academy. It's online. They, they teach traditional moral values that were once woven into the fabric of the classroom and have now virtually disappeared. This is a uh, Freedom Project Academy is a fully accredited Judeo-Christian classical online school for kindergarten through high school. A classical education is the kind of education... Thomas Jefferson received. Now, Thomas Jefferson couldn't do it online. So, uh, this makes it a little bit handier than the way Thomas Jefferson had to do it. With buying thousands and thousands of books, you won't have to do that. In fact, when they opened up the Library of Congress, uh, it began with Thomas Jefferson's collection. That's how extensive it was. This is an incredibly interactive education where your kids attend Live classes every day with teachers and fellow classmates from across the country. Freedom Project Academy doesn't accept a penny, not one penny, of government funding. So what does that mean to you? It means that they're committed to teaching your students how to think, not what to think. So you can enroll your student full-time or start with a single class. Completely up to you. Go to freedomforschool.com and just ask them for your free information packet. Freedom project academy okay and the address online is freedomforschool.com that's freedomforschool.com tell them pat sent you
0: The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Ah, yesterday was walkout day, which is why obviously I wasn't here. I, yeah. I walked out to join my comrades in the comprehensive gun control lobby. Did
2: you find yourself doing some chanting? Were you, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I came up with a really cool rhyme, okay. and the kids started chanting it. Let's hear. It went a little something like that. It's kind of complicated. It takes yeah. a while to learn, but it was. Ho ho. The NRA has got to go. Hey, hey. Oh, the NRA has got to go. So, that was yours? Yeah, that was mine. That was my idea. Is that wow, good?
2: I know a celebrity. Right? Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Some people thought that was like uh, Thoreau. It, like it came yeah. from him or like I did. Longfellow. But yeah. no, it, it came from me. It was my own poem. Huh. Yeah. So uh, here's another student making a big speech on Capitol Hill, standing right next to Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer. <laughs>
5: We refuse to learn in fear. We reject turning our schools into prisons.
1: Oh, shut up. I can't <laughs> take that.
5: We oh will accept gosh. nothing less than comprehensive gun control.
1: Uh, we've heard the rest and of this. And if it's what it
5: takes, it's we it will takes. shame our national policymakers into protecting us.
1: Yeah, you do that.
5: Not yeah. just in schools. But mm. in churches, movie theaters on the streets mm. and in the communities of color, which are disproportionately devastated by the sickness of gun violence.
1: Mm. So that's about the gun, not the people themselves. The I
5: lawmakers see. who mm-hmm. fail to support us.
1: Right. Those who look gonna, for
5: every answer to our nation's gun problem. You're going to get them right The guns out of themselves there, right, will be complicit in every death that comes after. OK. To every politician sitting in Congress working behind us. Mm hmm. You get to decide who lives. And so this is not a partisan issue for us. <laughs> oh, There's nothing please. cosmetic not a partisan about partisan issue. Or death. This is about guns.
1: This is so insulting. And it's about to our morality as a country. So insulting. When the commander
5: in chief's solution to this country's gun problem is more guns, you know we have a moral problem in this White House.
7: <laughs> oh,
5: when national policymakers. When national policymakers value the blood money of the NRA oh, over the lives of children, you know we have a moral problem in the halls of Congress. Wow. And when this is doomed to happen again, when in the coming weeks and months more of my peers will be slaughtered in their own classrooms, when their deaths will be dismissed as collateral, you know we have a moral problem in this country. Mm-hmm. So let's make one last thing clear. Okay. Their right to own an assault rifle does not outweigh our right to live.
1: Yes. yes. Uh, it's not an either or kid. The
5: adults have failed us. This mm-hmm. is in our hands now. And yeah. if any elected official gets in our way, we will vote them out and replace them ourselves. Yeah. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Uh,
1: young person yelling. Mm-hmm equals new law. Yeah. So there you go. That's
2: called new math?
1: Oh man, is that agonizing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Scream it about the moral problem of of gun violence.
2: Well, and uh, also the people of color disproportionate
1: right, right. Yeah, like that stuff. I mean, there's no other factor there. Don't even look into any other factor. Don't look into the uh, democrat control that has existed in the cities you're talking about. For 60 years or
2: more. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. look into
2: that. No, this is not a partisan
1: issue. Yeah, right. You know,
2: just because you say something doesn't make it so, kids. Uh.
1: If it's not a partisan uh, issue, why are the freaking partisans standing right behind, beside you and behind you? Mm-hmm. Why is Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, why are they there? The two most powerful Democrats in the Congress. Why, mm-hmm. why are there no Republicans that were invited to this little get-together? Why, why don't you allow them to speak and show the other side? If it's not partisan, let's, elite, let's present the other side then. What's the other side here? I, I, the, and this argument that we're, we refuse to turn our schools into prisons. Shut up. God, I can't take it. Are our banks prisons? We take some, take some safety measures there. Our, uh, our convenience stores prisons, there's even, like, safety measures taken there. They've taken certain steps at these places to ensure that um, there's no incentive to come in and start shooting. Or if you do, something bad will happen to you. Uh, that's how it should be at your school. You're not turning it into a prison. You're turning it into a safer place. It's got to be done their way, though. That's because the agenda is not to make the school safer. If the agenda was to make the school safer, they'd be open to other, other ideas. You talk about closed off and they keep yelling about, you're not going to silence us just because we're young. No, well, you're not going to silence us just because you're young either. I will not be silent on this. I'm not going to be led around by the nose by a bunch of kids who are just eating Tide Pods for fun so they can put it on social media. Ugh, <laughs> uh, golly. 888 thirty three ninety three. 3393 How about the moral problem of 60 million babies being murdered in the last 45 years? You'd have a hell of a lot more classmates, were it not for that. There'd be a lot more minorities, were it not for that. You've got the people standing next to you, kid. Those people are making sure that minorities are killed at a disproportionate rate to white people. Why? Because planned parenthood locations are something like 80% located in minority locations so that they can fulfill the dream of their founder Margaret Sanger, Sanger Margaret Sanger and eliminate eliminate the undesirables, the blacks. That's what she wanted to do. That's why Planned Parenthood was founded. So you want to talk about the moral problem in this country. There it is. The destruction of the family. How about that? Let's talk about that moral problem. In the inner cities or suburbs, wherever the family is being destroyed. Because it's being destroyed everywhere. But again, disproportionately in the minority neighborhoods. Is that because of the gun? No, no, it isn't. So, if you want to tackle moral problems, let's try to do that. Uh, let's let's keep you off of video games that have violence and sexual depravity and language all through them. If you want to talk about morals, let's talk about morals. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, Randy in Florida, you're on the blaze.
9: Hey, Pat, how you doing? Good. Hey. Uh- Kinda of interesting, I was out <clears throat> with some met some friends in a bar last Friday night, shortly after the law was signed down here in Florida. And um <clears throat> they I was just saying that the governor just signed it and they're oh, what's in it and I said, Well, the AR fifteen's not in it and this guy all of a sudden that none of us knew pops it in, pops into the conversation and said, AR stands for Army rifle. And I said, No, it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> this, Army rifle. <laughs> I said, It <"This> stands <laughs> for Armalite Company that made it. Uh-huh. And just ignored him, kept talking to him and I said and I said, long guns are in there, so you can't go out and buy a single shot twelve gauge shotgun like I had my first gun. Yeah, yeah, you can. That doesn't mean that kind of long gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh good gosh. The gun you hold with two hands, that's a long gun. <laughs> so I and I was kinda on my way out anyways. They were just I was had met my wife there and so I went home and I'm thinking to myself, this a hole <laughs> is that, that's, I mean, he's just trying to feed the narrative with army rifles, yeah. you army know, with military style weapon and oh, the long gun. That's not really taking away, you know, the hunters' rifles and all this, guns and all this kind of stuff. And like, and he did the same thing after Trump was elected in the same bar. I mean, there's just a lot of retired people down here, and you know, just like to have a good time. And but <laughs> after the election, people were coming into the bars, older people, and. Saying that, you know, Fox would be on on the TV and like, that really bothers me. And the volume wasn't even on. Mm. <laughs> so
7: Jeez.
9: they would change the channel to you know, so there was no controversy. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Yes, it is. Hey
2: Randy. Yep. Yes, did this jerk is. at the bar did he buy you guys around or was he just
9: nosy and just rude or he was just trying to spread the narrative. Okay. So I'm going looking for him tonight. <laughs> I hope he comes back. Okay, good luck.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Uh, Josh in Kentucky, you're on the blaze.
10: Hey, Pat. Hey. Good to talk to you. Listen to y'all every day, man. You guys are freaking hilarious. Thank so you. thanks a lot. But, you know, I just wanted to call and let y'all know that, you know, not every kid stands for what all these other kids are doing. I have, I um, live about 20 miles away from where the Marshall County shooting was, and I was driving through that county whenever that happened. And, um, you know, it's kind of crazy how the whole county rallied around each other. And I haven't heard one word around here about gun control. And to get to my point, yesterday during that protest, my nephew, which goes to a school about 20 miles away, was the only kid in his class that actually sat there at his table and did his work everybody else around him was protesting wow, and my sis- and my sister in law told me that last night, and uh you know he I couldn't have been more proud of him, just standing up for what he believed in, and he hasn't been indoctrinated or anything. he owns guns uh his dad his grandpa gave him his first shotgun, and he just sat there and did his work and didn't walk out of class i said they didn't make him do it and they said no they didn't make him do it and didn't make him do nothing he just sat there and did it
1: was he ostracized by his peers or was it was he you
10: know he he could he could have been i mean we kind of live in a gun culture around here but but there were still you know all the kids were walking out you know they had one for the for memorializing and the one for protesting and, and instead of joining either one of them he sat there and just did his work and you know I good just, for him. he's 15 years old and you know he he, he just really made me proud yesterday and i just want to yeah. let y'all know that that's i just awesome. want to
1: brag on him a little bit <laughs> that's great thanks a lot josh appreciate it it's good to know there's you know some who exist uh yesterday there was one kid who walked out and turned out to be a little bit lonely when he did.
11: Um, Hello, Twitter. There's going to be, like, six people watching this, hopefully. That's about it. Um, but it's, it's National Walkout Day. I'm the only one in my school out here. Um, no <laughs> Good.
1: That's awesome.
11: No one really said anything besides my <laughs> home teacher. Right. Um, I'm in Spanish class right now. He let me walk out. He didn't really care, so... Uh, <laughs> It's gonna be chilling here
1: for the next fifteen minutes. Bye Good for you. Good I, job. I just go home. That's great. Quite honestly, yeah.
2: If everyone in my school left, <laughs> I would. You know what? It might be kind of fun. Just kind of disappear and just say, you know, see ya. Have have your parents call. Boy, our kid's missing. Uh, what the school didn't uh, protect him. They didn't uh, keep an eye on my kid. I last thing last thing I knew, he was at school with you. Yeah. No, nah, I think I would. Uh, well, I don't think I know. I would stay in my classroom and uh, probably you know do some fantasy football stuff. You know something.
1: So but I don't know if these guys I'm not going out there. went to some separate uh, protest or if everybody sat in the school. It sounds like everybody else stayed. Unlike Josh's call from Kentucky where his nephew was the only person who didn't leave. I wonder if this kid is the only person who left. It sounds like it. Hmm. I thought maybe it, sounds like it. had left. Possibly. Other, uh, I, I don't know. He didn't really explain it. He
2: went to the other side or
1: something. Uh, but, you know, they're out there screaming about the Army rifle. <laughs> the other thing that they always say about the <laughs> AR-15 is that AR stands for Assault Rifle. Oh, no. Ah. Mm-mm. Wrong on both ca- cases. It's the uh, Armalite. Armalite. 888 thirty three ninety three. A lot more where this came from. And there's other things that happened, uh, which we will discuss with you. Uh, let me tell you about your filters for your HVAC system. If, that, if it's been long overdue for you to change your filter, you got a lot of junk blowing around in your house and it can aggravate your allergies or even make you sick. And if it lasts long enough, it can damage your system, cost you thousands in repairs. That's where filterby.com comes in. Filterby.com carries over 600 different filter sizes. If you've got some unusual size, they'll custom make one for you. Then they ship it to your house free. Within 24 hours. Everything's manufactured right here in America. And they have a multitude of MERV options, too. All the way up to hospital grade. So, you know that it's going to be filtering out all the mold, all the dust, all the pollen and other allergy-aggravating pollutions that circulate in your house. And right now, you'll save 5% when you set up auto delivery. Never have to think about when it's time to change your filters again. So... Save money, save time, and breathe better. It's FilterBuy.com. Filter, B-U-Y, dot FilterBuy.com.
0: Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Yeah. Uh-uh. Put that in your pipe. Uh-uh.
0: Pat Gray is here. 888 thirty
1: three ninety three. Also on Twitter, Pat Unleashed. Hashtag put that in your pipe. Uh, Kaboom says, these high school kids learn nothing from their leftist training. You got to poop on that cop car while you're on top of it. That's right. Forgot about that from the wonderful Wall, Wall Street thing, the Occupy Wall Street movement. Well, you can't expect to remember everything for a
2: test months later,
1: years right, later. Right. Domestic Champ says Nancy Pelosi saying she was moved by their eloquence after hearing their chant makes, uh, makes sense. Based on her own degree of eloquence. <laughs> Hashtag. Put that in your pipe. Mr. T.L., If dead people can vote for Democrats, why not teenagers? Mm -hmm. And they they probably do.
7: They
1: probably do. Zach says, uh, hey, hey, ho, ho, get your... (laughs) Hey, hey, ho, ho, get your butt back to class that I'm paying for. Yeah, see, that doesn't... Not as rhymey as as you might like, but uh, very effective. Uh, Good message. Just a ridiculous uh, mass walkout yesterday... And they are demanding, because of the moral problem of guns, uh, that we have comprehensive gun control legislation passed. And if it's not passed, why, by golly, they're going to vote you out of office, these kids, who are 15 and 16 and 17 Mm -hmm. and not eligible to vote (laughs) and don't know what the hell they're talking about. It's a beautiful thing. Lewis in Virginia, you're on the blaze.
12: Hey guys,
13: excuse me. Great show today. Uh, got uh, watching that kid uh, on Capitol Hill there. I got uh, three things about that. One, uh, the group who organized that and who uh, applied for a permit to organize down there on the Capitol. Number How one,
1: dare you insinuate that these kids didn't do all of that on their own? How oh, I understand. Dare <laughs> you? <laughs> they, are, they are skilled in the art of bringing together national protests on the mall in Washington. This is one yeah, of the skills right. that they have in addition to Tide Pod swallowing. Uh, this is why so, I smell a rat. Yeah. Because if yeah. you look at Nancy oh, Pelosi they Schumer
13: standing behind him, <laughs> mm-hmm. Schumer is raising his fist like, yeah, we got him. And Pelosi's laughing a couple times, you know. I just mm-hmm. smell a rat here. Oh, for sure. But who is this kid? For 16 or 17 we years We refuse old, to learn in fear. Look at that beard.
1: yeah i didn't have that kind of five o'clock shadow when i was 17 did you (laughs) no heck no i I just smell a rat something stinks here stinks bad so definitely thanks louis appreciate it they want us to believe this is totally grassroots oh these kids are just all they're just so smart and so hip and so mature now they've they've arranged all this on their own Uh uh-huh (laughs) <laughs> of course they have. Sure. They pulled it all together with the, what, $2 million that was donated by the Hollywood leftists? And I'm sure they planned everything on their own. Because, yeah. man, if there's a skill most teens have, yeah. it's how to bring together a national rally on the spur of the moment. With, what, five weeks? Has it been five weeks well, yet? Planning?
2: Had, yeah, they had a lot of bake sales. It covered a lot of the expenses.
1: Five to six weeks they put, I mean, and they they announced this just days after, after the tragedy, I, it's pathetic. Of course, it's been orchestrated by the left. Uh, the Women's March, the, uh, a portion of the Women's March organized this forum mm-hmm. and helped uh, finance all of this and provided whatever fund that they set up that these Hollywood leftists could contribute to. Now, I would love a full accounting on what that $2 million, wh- where'd that go? What'd you use that for? And who controls it? Who's getting rich off of it? I mean, they got a lot of money donated to this cause and and this march. uh, The spur of of the moment. It's interesting, too, because they claim they're going to keep going. This is, you know, we're not out of the woods yet, despite the fact that the march is behind us. They're just getting going. At least that's what they say, and I, I tend to believe it. Now, I would love to hear more from people like this who we're about to hear from, a big-time celebrity, a guy that kids love, I would think, more than Bernie Sanders. And on an interview with uh, a New York radio station, here's what Shaquille O'Neal had to say about this gun control stuff.
12: Two things that have never mixed with children and guns. Uh, you know, it was a very, very sad incident. Uh, close to my heart. I actually live in Fort Lauderdale. I actually knew the sheriff. I called him and told him he did a wonderful job. And the stuff that. Except he didn't. It's 2018. You would think stuff like that would, would never happen. And, you know, something has to be done. You know, you a lot of people talk about getting these guns off the streets. The only problem with that is there's 15 million of them out there already on the streets. Or and another problem is if you ban them, Then you're going to create an underground market and the gun collectors, you know, is going to become more valuable. I just think I think I think that I think the quick fix now, the government should give law enforcement more money, give more more money, recruit more people Mm -hmm. and the guys that are not ready to go on the streets. You put them in front of the schools. You put them in front of the schools. You put them behind the schools. You put them inside the schools. I mean, because I remember, 'cause see, I, I see, I grew up on a military base, and there was always military police in front of the school, behind the school. You know, and, and, and you know, as a kid, you're very mischief. We didn't have a lot of, we didn't have a lot of 3 p.m. fights. They were all over the base. You start fighting around 3 p.m. the military police would show up. So, I would like to see our kids, you know, protected a little more.
1: Mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal. Wait. Not not pushing gun control. Is he advocating for our schools to turn into prisons?
2: Because <laughs> yes. that's what it sounds like.
1: Yes, and they won't have that. They will not have their schools turned into prisons. I will not go to school in a prison. Okay. Uh, I like that. I mean, Shaq uh, obviously believes in being able to protect himself. I'm sure he's had threats, and I'm sure he's had crazies. Show up because people get obsessed with celebrities. And uh, I bet you that guy is like, you're not going to take my gun from me. So uh, let's go a different way on this. And fortunately, that's not a bad way to go. Putting more, you know, law enforcement at the school. If you don't want the teacher armed, okay. Let's maybe arm military vets, put them in there. Ex police officers who need a part time job, maybe they can be there. I still think it's a a good idea to arm responsible teachers who are willing to be trained and willing to have a gun on them. And surprisingly, this will surprise some people, even the women teachers could actually have a gun on them, even if they wear a dress. It's possible. And I know that there have been skeptics on that, but you can actually overcome that problem, and many have. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: And welcome to it. 888-900-3393. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Loving the school walkout yesterday. And I understand um, since there was a snow day in in Maine, I think it was, the big walkout will be today in the state of Maine, so congratulations on that. Looking forward to even more from these uh, wonderful kids, and I'm sure they are wonderful. I, I They're just not, you know, quite to the point where they should be making public policy and overturning the Second Amendment, in my humble opinion. That was in Maine, by the way. <clears throat> Maine. That's what I said, wasn't it? Oh, my bad. I was down the hall. I mean, Maybe you should pay attention be to the show. During the yeah. segment? Maybe. maybe You mind. might want to, yeah. Um, 888-900- 3393. Uh I also we've decided today that apparently the way a bill is um put into law it used to be like this. Do you remember schoolhouse rock? Mm. This used to be uh how you became a bill. Take a look.
14: I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. Remember? And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the Capitol city. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday, at least. I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. <laughs> Gee, Bill, you certainly have a lot of patience and courage. Well, I got this far when i started i wasn't even a bill i was just an idea some folks back hmm. home decided they uh-huh. wanted a law pass so they called their local congressman and he said you're right there ought to be a law then he sat there right. and wrote me out and introduced me to congress and i became yeah. a bill wow. and i'll remain a bill until they decide to make me a law <laughs> I'm just a bill okay. yes I'm only a bill it's only a bill I got as far as capitol, capitol Hill. Hill yeah well now I'm stuck in committee and I'll sit here and wait while a few key congressmen discuss and debate whether they should let me be this is old-fashioned and pray that they will but today I am
6: still, still just a bill,
14: bill. yeah oh, They're arguing. Oh, no. Listen to those congressmen arguing. Uh Is all that discussion and debate about you? Yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones. Most bills never even get this far. I hope they decide to report on me favorably, otherwise I may die. Die? Yeah, die in committee. Oh, but it looks like I'm going to live. Now oh. I go to the House of Representatives and they vote on me. If oh. they vote, yes, what happens? Then I go to the Senate and the whole thing starts all over again. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And if they vote for me on Capitol Hill, well, then I'm off to mm-hmm. the White House where I'll wait in a line with a lot of other bills for the president to sign. And if he signs me, then I'll be a law. I hope and pray that he will. But today I am still just a bill. You mean even if the whole Congress says you should be a law, the president can still say no? Yes, that's called a veto. If what? the president vetoes right. me, I have Amen. to go back to Congress and they oh. vote on me again. And by that hey, time, you're sold. By that time, it's very unlikely that you become a law. It's not easy to become a law, is it? No. But how I hope and pray that I will. But today <laughs> I am still just a yeah. bill. He signed your Bill. Now you're a law. Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: It worked out. It That's worked out for that particular bill. That's great. Old fashioned. Man, oh man, does that bring back memories I mean, of a simpler yes. time in America. I mean, that the, the, the bill can even sing about hoping and praying that it becomes a bill. <laughs> Wow!
2: Wait, you think that was a simpler time? Well,
1: thoughts and prayers are Hmm. yeah, it's not a thing. Okay, thoughts and prayers just not a thing. Don't even don't even bring that up. Just a a a really fun reminder about how I don't know. It just seemed like a less comp. I know the '70s were tumultuous too. Yeah, doesn't seem like it's as tumultuous as today, does it? It's maybe it's just because Mulder and we've been beaten down. Oh yeah, I, I don't know, but. That's not how it works anymore. No, but now I mean, it takes a young person yeah. yelling. Yep, and then it becomes a law. Yeah, so so if a young person yells about it long enough and loud enough, uh, then it, it'll it'll be a law. So
2: it's kind of simpler a, now.
1: So it's a lot simpler. So I mean, you know, at least that process that part is simpler.
2: Is, you know, teenager Jeez. yell law.
1: Really sad. Really sad. Triple eight uh, and Disney Educational. I didn't know that was uh, Disney. Did you know that Disney did? Did I they do they, Schoolhouse Rock, or I, maybe they just bought it? I think I don't
2: they know. bought it, because remember, it was ABC. It was ABC Saturday mornings, and right. then eventually Disney
1: purchased it. So, yeah, yeah, maybe that's why. 888 thirty three ninety three. Terry in Florida, you're on the blaze.
2: Hey, how are you,
4: Pat? Good. Well, uh, like I told your uh, call screener, uh, my thing is about uh, my daughter, mm-hmm. who was brutally brutally bullied in school and in on her bus for a year at 13, which was devastating because she didn't tell us that she was bullied Yeah, and we had to figure it out. And so we had to contact and luckily we were able to contact the family of the bullier and we all got together and we saved the bullier's life pretty much. She was just an angry girl and she was taking it out on, my daughter. Wow. Okay. Which is pretty scary. Yeah, it is. Okay. So my daughter, my daughter suffered and PTSD, uh, a little bit of that mm-hmm. going on, but you know, she grew out of that. However, uh, we, we comforted her and we wanted her to know how to protect herself in any situation because she didn't tell us, yeah. you don't tell somebody something. It's devastating. So she was, she was uh my dad is a firearm dealer and he got her a gun and he took her to the firing shooting range and she's she's 22 now and she has a daughter she's a concealed carrier and she feels it's just she feels so much I could just see what a devastating thing it did to her yeah and it's not about the guns it's about the kids yeah. it's about yep. parents it's about teachers It's about bus drivers, when you see something, say something, okay? Yeah. And the one thing that I didn't tell your screen caller was this Barack Obama Promise Program is the reason why these people and these teachers don't say anything because Broward County received $53 million. They were paid not to to put bad kids in jail or put bad kids in a good program. $53 Fifty-three million dollars. Barack Obama's promise program.
1: Mm, I'm not familiar Check with it that out. at all. Okay, we will. Oh,
4: Yeah, it's yeah. big.
1: Mm. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Terry. Sorry that happened to your daughter. It's. I mean, that's that, that's a problem in our in our schools. There's no doubt about that. And that's mm. by the way, not about guns. Uh, another issue that's not about guns. In fact, how many of these shooters have said they were bullied? Quite a few. Quite a few Including of these the killers. Kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they the, were bullied.
2: We, we, we actually have touched on the Promise Program, and that was the... I don't um,
1: remember what that is.
2: That's where folks like in Broward County that sign on to this, um, they do everything they can to keep these troubled kids from getting any sort of criminal record, even though they may threaten uh-huh. people or bring weapons to school. And mm-hmm. it's like a deterrent. It's a, it's an alternate path. Instead of giving them an arrest record, mm-hmm. no, we, we're going to work with them, counseling, stuff like that, and just uh, hope for the best.
1: Yeah, that's great. Uh, it's It's been interesting over the last uh, week or so, there have been several articles that come out because the president was talking to video game uh, executives about the possibility that violent video game uh, obsession might contribute to some of these shootings. Well, uh, now, it sh- now it's come out, at least by some, that 80% of these sh- killers had... No interest in video games? Is that supposedly the claim? Uh, because I read another article where it listed the video game habits of almost all of them, including the murderer at Sandy Hook and including this guy whose mother said he was obsessed with video games. Now, I, I, That's certainly not a be-all and end-all, but it's definitely something we should look into. And they, but they, nobody wants to. Everybody ah no no no, because everybody who plays video games is gets upset with that. It doesn't mean that everybody who who plays video games is going to have that happen. Even if video games do have that effect on certain people, they could have the effect where they push you over the edge or where you become desensitized. I don't know, but it's worth looking into. Just uh, right along with the mental health things. And securing our schools. But all they want to focus on are the guns. The guns are the only thing. And they've got these these kids indoctrinated to the point where that's, that's all they see. That's all they know. That's all they can talk about. Meanwhile, South by Southwest. Kicking into gear this, uh, this week. Um, and apparently there's a lot... Of progressivism going on here as well, uh, while past South by Southwests have usually focused on the ever-shifting nature of digital distribution, or you know, the inside baseball chatter of the music industry, it's taking a backseat this time to social and cultural responsibility. Uh, interesting industry talks over the next three days are focusing at South by Southwest on things like harassment, diversity, and gender wage gaps throughout the music community. One of the things they're also going to focus on are women's reproductive rights, which have come under fire uh, recently. Uh, A one-time leader of Def Jam Recordings worked closely with the label's founder, Russell Simmons, And he has seen nearly a dozen women come forward in media reports accusing the hip-hop mogul uh, of rape and sexual misconduct over three decades. So they're going to be talking about that. Uh, They're also upset by the fact that anybody would say anything (laughs) about abortion because you're taking away those reproductive rights. Don't forget about the rights. I mean, just don't even think about the rights to life of the individual inside uh, the person. Uh, That doesn't matter at all. But when you've even got South by Southwest filling the people who come to that festival with this kind of garbage, when it's even there, it's at the schools, it's in the universities, it's at our our festivals, it's in our concerts, it's on our movies, it's in uh, every media report, it's in our primetime television shows. You can't get away from it. So, of course, these little darlings are indoctrinated. There's nowhere to go. 888 900 Let me tell you about dog tag furniture. This is something I really believe in. Um, our veterans, virtually forgotten by the government they served. And that's where we come in as Americans. The VA is almost worthless in a lot of cases. There are, and there are 72,000 veteran organizations, and not one of them pays for the funerals of vets who come back and commit suicide. And as I'm sure you've heard by now, 22 a day commit suicide. I've actually heard that number is probably conservative. The average funeral runs around $7,000, but you could spend a lot more than that. And the VA only pays about $300 toward these expenses. It's shameful how these heroes are, are treated. After they come back from Iraq or Afghanistan and they've got PTSD and their minds are somewhat broken and they don't know how to how to adjust and then we're just like okay well sorry too bad that happened to you and uh, good luck to your family here's 300 bucks plus they lose their life insurance so that's where troy came in troy lost a fellow veteran buddy to suicide uh he wasn't in great shape himself when he first came back but he was determined to help pay for a proper funeral for his friend. So he turned some scrap lumber into great-looking American flags. Like this one. Right there! Mm. Uh, so this is really beautiful art with a purpose. And now you can help support veterans and their families by visiting DogTagFurniture.com. Troy gets nothing out of this. Except, you know, the good feeling that he's, he's helping veterans' families. There's a lot of great things on his website that you can buy, and all the sales benefit those who served. So help us make a real difference today. Go to DogTagFurniture.com. That's DogTagFurniture.com.
0: Pet Great Unleashed.
1: On the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Talking of speaking about uh, arming teachers, which these kids for some reason are adamantly opposed to. Uh, they they want no part of that, which I I don't understand it. And then Senator Kamala Harris brought up a strange point. Oh, she's good. She's testifying, and this is one of the people they're they're pushing forward. <laughs> for a potential president run for a run for the presidency kamala harris (laughs) wow that's scary uh listen to this question she asked the fbi agent uh about concerning gun
15: control i also have a concern when we talk about this of the impact of of having armed teachers as it relates Mm -hmm. to african-american and hispanic students And here's why I say that. There is an overwhelming Overwhelming. body of evidence that shows that Mm -hmm. harsh disciplinary protocols (coughs) disproportionately impact children of color. We know that in the studies that talk about uh, what the rates are in terms of suspensions and expulsions from school. The FBI has Hmm. done an extraordinary job, I think, of recognizing Mm -hmm. implicit bias among all professions, including law enforcement. And I would suggest Hmm. that it applies to all professions. Do you have any concern about a policy that would result in arming teachers and the concern that we should make sure that if something like that were to occur, that there would be training around implicit bias?
1: Uh, What is she talking about here? Is she talking about arming teachers because they're biased against minorities are going to shoot them if they have a gun in class? Is that the implication here that... That they would use their gun as a disciplinary tactic? What is... That is bizarre. Implicit bias. It's It refers to the attitudes or stereotypes that affect our understanding, actions, and decisions in an unconscious manner. So, what's the implication there? That implicit bias would cause a teacher to shoot a a black student or a Hispanic student?
2: (laughs) Wait, don't you have to be... Racist or biased to some degree yourself, Ms. Harris, to even have this opinion of people? Think about that. She's yeah. making a general statement mm-hmm. that we have general reactions, that we have these subconscious... I mean, this is gobbledygook. This stuff about, oh, residing deep in the subconscious. These biases are different from known biases that individuals may choose to conceal for the purposes of social and or political correctness. Uh, it, what in the world? Rather implicit biases are not accessible through introspection. In other words, we're just born that way.
1: And what's the bottom line? The, that the teacher would shoot the student? Is that what it, the... It doesn't I, look like them? What I the don't hell? Understand how you're making this tie. It's absolutely bizarre. Uh, Londa in Minnesota, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat.
11: Hi. Hey, uh, I have a question. I'm a 20-year vet. Mm-hmm. I
1: took
11: an oath when I was... Uh, um, and, uh enlisted. And I'm trying to figure out where I can find in the oath of office for the congressmen and the senators they're, where they're allowed to dismantle and tear down our Constitution. I thought it said something to the fact they're supposed to protect and defend. So I mm-hmm. I need help.
1: Yeah, I know. You wouldn't know it by their actions now. you You just wouldn't. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Landa.
2: Yeah, but You need lemon juice, and you need to look in the margin there, Londa, and you'll be able to find that clause.
1: Now you need heat as it, well as oh, lemon yeah, juice. Oh, yeah, the heat. I'm sorry. So, Invisible ink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim in New York, you're on the blaze.
8: Hey, Pat. Hey. Yeah, it was, I was thinking, I thought I remember during the, when Trump was getting elected, that they were talking about most inexperienced president and most inexperienced White House. And uh, do you remember any of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
8: Well, what? Do you think um Pelosi and Schumer were any sound bites out there with them talking about that? Because it'd be kinda odd that they're standing there with these fifteen, sixteen year old kids putting up putting, you know, all this stock into what they're saying yet. How dare you, know, you suggest you these...
1: these kids aren't experienced in what they're talking <laughs> well, about?
8: <laughs> well, I don't know. They don't have any PhDs in uh No they constitutional don't law like our no, the didn't. Great Obama did.
1: Yeah, so. that's that's
8: right. I no. mean uh, if you sure could find some sound voice if they're out there, so that would be kind of funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thanks, Jim. 888 933 93. I don't think Obama had a PhD in constitutional studies. He fancied himself a constitutional reporter or professor, right? Isn't that what he. But I don't think he has a PhD in it, did he? Uh, I don't know. I'm CJ in it. Michigan, you're on the blaze. Yes. Hey. Hey. Uh, everybody's worried about the safety of these kids, and I've
8: I got the perfect solution how we can keep these kids safe in school. Mm-hmm. I think we should gather them all up, take them out of the courtyard, beyond all the walls and the locked doors and the the, the uh, metal
1: detectors, and put them all
8: in one spot, type them together, and have them yell and scream.
1: <laughs> uh, that would be great. That um, yeah, would uh, mm-hmm. probably not be a safe situation for him, would it?
8: Well, I don't know. It just seems like that's what they just did.
1: Yeah, they did do that. <laughs> they did do that. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks. Okay. But they weren't in school, and it's schools that are so, 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 so dangerous. Where that's been dispro- disproven, however, um, you have a much better chance t- for these kids to die in a car accident mm-hmm. than at school.
2: Yeah, we got numbers from the CDC. We can we? grab them later. It's, yeah, it's too far. But I do have the answer on Obama uh, uh, in the constitutional law situation.
1: Yeah, was he a PhD? Um, no, he was yeah, a that's what
2: uh, I no. He he no. he referred to himself as a constitutional law professor. Um, mm, yeah, he was a um, uh, just a senior lecturer. Yes, is all he
1: was. Right. So. Yeah, not a con. He, he's not even a constitutional expert. I mean, he lectured on it, but do you remember his lectures? How flawed the document was? They were just little crib notes from reading uh, Saul books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so in 2015. 2,333 teens in the United States, 16 to 19, were killed and 235,845 treated in emergency departments for injuries suffered in car accidents. That means 16 to 19 died every day from car accidents. In 2013, young people aged 15 to 19 represented 7% of the U.S. population. However, they account for 11% of the total costs of motor vehicle injuries.
2: So wait a minute, 16 to 18 a day, uh, teenagers die in car wrecks in America?
1: Yeah, 16, 16 to 19 die every day.
2: Okay, so... Every in day, other words.
1: More than in the one day at... And, uh, and that is not, not to take
2: anything school. away from the not. horror that was that attack on that school. Right. But that is one day that really stands out compared to every day
1: with automobiles. Let's ban 15 to 19-year-olds from tweeting... Oh, from texting, Mm -hmm. from doing anything that might distract them from make sure that they can't drive with a phone.
7: Mm
1: -hmm. You know, if they're going to take away the gun, let's take away the freaking phone while they drive, because which is more dangerous, school or driving that vehicle, especially the way most teens do texting as they go and you beg and you plead. Don't do that. It's far too dangerous. They do it anyway. Speaking of all these uh, gun issues, what if I told you there's a a new product that lets you safely practice shooting your gun privately in the convenience of your own home? (laughs) This is so awesome. It's called iTarget Pro, and it just uses your cell phone and their app, which uses a laser in place of the bullet, and it detects exactly where your shots are landing. So you see it, you hear it. It's really cool. Save a bunch of money on ammo. And a bunch of money uh, without having to pay range fees, and you still take your skills to the next level. Go to the letter I, then TargetPro.com, watch that video, check it out for yourself, it's awesome. Right now, save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the system. Save money, save time, and take your skill to the next level. And you can do it all safely and effectively in the comfort and privacy of your own home. It's called itargetpro.com use the offer code Pat itargetpro.com
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. (music) Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Uh, that must mean it's time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. Hello, hello. Today sponsored by me.
16: Yeah, okay. I'm sponsored by me. My channel. Mm-hmm. Go to theblaze.com. Go to the Jeffy Fisher channel.
1: Hey, by the way, how did the uh, how was the the uh, Walking the Dead Walking Dead thing last week? Was it good? It was, well, yes, no? yes, yes. It was good. It, it was, was good.
16: good. It was because the week know before it you was, thought was great. It was, was, it was, great. It was year, really right? good. Yeah, this one was. This one was good. I don't know that it was right. as good, but it was good. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Mm. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, you go to the channel and get Talking Walking Dead. And you can. It's out there for you. No problem. Wow. And where where so do you go listen, to get that? You can listen. Mm-hmm. Go to theblaze.com to the Jeffy Fisher channel. Mm-hmm. It's there for okay. you. You can go ahead and just follow that page, as a matter of fact, and you'll get, uh, you know, you get updated. On it. All right. It's real simple. I, it's right, sponsored sorry. today. It's chewing the fat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> What do you say, we've all collected baseball cards from time to time in our lives, and I still have a box full of them Mm -hmm. in the garage that needs to be gone through. Whoa, I'll go through them. But this family uh, found uh, seven vintage baseball cards uh, a little while ago, a year or so ago, that were the Ty Cobb uh, baseball cards at their great-grandfather's house. They found seven of them. Uh, Put them in the millionaire bracket. Wow. For finding those. How great would that Uh, be? But uh, two years, that was two years ago that Mm -hmm. they went through this. They were going through great-grandfather's house, and they... Found they were throwing stuff out and, and didn't know what it had, and one of the kids had a like a lunch bag, paper bag, mm-hmm. and it all crumpled up, and they opened it up, and there was like four cards in there of the Ty Cobb. Oh, wow. Otherwise, it would have just been thrown out. And so then they started. They stopped everything and started specifically <laughs> looking. Wow. And they found three. They found in good condition a, and everything? Yes, and they made millions of dollars. Well, now they've found one more.
2: I mean, Same look, family. You got enough. I mean, at some point... Haven't you got enough? This Thai one's Kong only cards? worth two.
16: This one's worth two hundred and fifty thousand. They're going to keep. Ah, it. They're just going to yeah, keep. It. That one's just. Yeah. What is it? It a Ty Cobb. Oh, it's, a, they're it's all another Thai, Thai Cobb, Cob. Yeah, it's, it's a series. Okay. Of the Ty Cobb series, like I guess the uh, the back of the card, uh, the great grandfather wasn't really a collector. He just was a tobacco user. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so uh, the Ty Cobb was, uh, you know, these were part of the tobacco nice. uh, collector cards. So uh, on the back of the card, it says King <laughs> of Smoking Tobacco World,
7: <laughs> oh, and uh,
1: oh. I mean. I didn't know they did that with tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
16: Oh that's that was th- that was the big Honus Wagner Honus thing, Wagner right? That was that's the big thing cuz he yeah. didn't want them to uh right. didn't want tobacco. Right. That's why it went to them.
1: that's right. That's when it went to bubblegum, right. right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
16: Yeah. So uh, you know hmm? I know I have some cards that are worth some money. Mm-hmm. You do? I oh yeah. Oh, yeah. football and baseball cards, yeah. Yeah,
2: my kids particularly mm. proud okay. of his Cody Kessler backup quarterback for the Browns card. I don't know why. But that's what I have. Mm. You guys, th- this story has tight Cobb cards. My It's house probably worth
1: upwards, upwards of 79 cents. Not even. I don't no. think you can get 79 no. cents for that probably. bad Cody boy. Kessler. No. <laughs> nope. I
16: don't know what his obsession is. You might get a stick of gum. Mm-hmm. Maybe a stick of Spearmint. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not sure what this flight attendant was thinking. But I don't know if you uh, had talked about it yet or not. But the United flight attendant who forced the mom and kid to put their dog in the overhead yeah and it died and the dog died- how mm-hmm. to stuff her up there <laughs> I just stuffed the flight attendant right in the overhead we'll, go, we'll mm-hmm. take a you know what we'll put a four hour flight and you can fly up there <laughs> and uh but it's kind of it was I, the whole thing is weird because you'd spend a we've just had the big battle about uh psychological animals that I've got to fly with that I can hold in my lap forever and let run around the plane mm-hmm but someone who has a TSA-approved animal container that's supposed to go up underneath the seat, mm-hmm. oh, that's got to go in the overhead. And so they say mm-hmm. they did it. They tried to explain to the flight attendant that there was a dog in there. That's what they claim. Because the flight attendant originally was claiming that she didn't realize it was a live animal in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hmm. And then some of the people on the plane were saying, we heard the dog barking and we just we didn't know what to do what <laughs> and so the lady then the lady part of the story said that uh during the flight they heard the dog barking and we're you know we're going to get up to get it but there was turbulence and they weren't allowed to get out of their seat okay this goes back to that tv show the push mm. i'm telling you are you telling me first of all i would have said no to begin with i'm not putting my dog in the overhead mm-hmm. right they probably they mm-hmm. would have ended up we'd have had a big fight i probably would have been kicked off the plane but i'm not letting no it's better than
1: your dog dying, though.
16: Right. Well, Could, no, but I'm just saying you make me have, step through these hoops with these with the animal container, and then you're telling me I can't put it underneath. And why my seat? couldn't they
1: put it in the cargo area? The dog there be it probably be a better place than the overhead, right? Yes. I mean, yes, is that but where the, dogs but, usually fly in a cage well, the in the cargo? Well, The bigger ones do. The smaller ones
16: travel hmm. travel with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've you've been on flights before with people with their animals with them. That's fine. They're in their little boxes. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh But so people heard the dog barking. Mm -hmm. Didn't help. The lady says, I was going to get up and check on the dog, but the keep your seatbelt sign was on. You know, there's no traffic coming, but the sign says I can't cross the street. So I'll stand here and wait for the sign to change. I mean they that they've got a condition.
1: How compliant now. are you? Right. Yeah. Are you compliant enough to sit in your seat
16: when I the let, dog's dying? I guess yeah. so. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know now and now United is saying that uh, you know the, they knew that it was a dog and it's a big. Fact. They've offered them money. They won't take it because they've. There's been other stories where um, you know United has shipped a dog, <laughs> shipped a dog to the wrong destination, just like luggage. Mm. Ah his dog is, i don't know i'll worry about it we'll just ship it back but well, it's pretty amazing mm-hmm. uh i just find it hard sad. to believe that. it is sad about the dog and it's really sad cuz was a little girl mm-hmm. right and she's crying and their dog's dead you know
1: it's i just find it hard to believe that did it suffocate or did it slam against the side of her? The, it was murdered by United Airlines. Probably Beth, that's a what heart it attack. It scared scared how did it die? Why did it die?
16: I guess it probably died because of... Turbulence or uh, suffocation? Probably a little bit of both, right? Mm. Uh, since Obviously, there was plenty of turbulence to bang around in there. Does You do move around in that mm-hmm. overhead compartment. I mean, they do warn you not to open it right away. Right. Look, packages can't be moved. Oh, be careful. But uh, they, I'm sure it was probably ox more breathing than anything, right? If the dog is freaked probably out, is. Mm-hmm. freaked out in the dark, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's in a plane, you're not sure what that is, there's turbulence, and he's all just freaking out, and nobody's coming to his rescue, he might have just given himself a heart attack, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. Yeah, it is. And, and to, I don't know, I just, I've, I find it hard to believe, but we certainly are there, man. We are compliant. How compliant are you? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so there's turbulence and leave your seatbelt sign on and don't use the restroom. Um, my dog is barking, the one that you made me put up in the overhead? Yeah, at least check on it. I mean, we're, I guess we're already down the road, right? It's, it's the push. Mm-hmm. You've already put meat on the vegetarian plate, so you might as well keep going. Yep. Right? You've already said yes to the first one. Mm-hmm. That's really, really fascinating. Really fascinating. Uh, Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
2: Stings, Have a nice man. day
16: with shutting down. Employees, uh, they told employees uh, yesterday they're planning to sell or close all of the U.S. stores and that they will file liquidation papers this evening in advance of the court hearing this afternoon going on today. Uh, kind of sad. It is kind of sad. It is. Uh, it's really sad for, I uh, think, I mean, A lot of business. That's a lot of jobs. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of toy business. That's manufacturing jobs for toys. It's 33,000 jobs. That's a lot. Right, let alone the manufacturing jobs for uh, the toys Mm -hmm. that are being made that aren't going to be going anywhere. So why do you have to make them? Uh, It's really sad. And remember they had the battle earlier this year where they were talking about trying to get some of the toy companies to reestablish some of their deals and get them on – uh, consignment and stuff, and the toy company. Mm-hmm. No, no, don't you just go and buy them? <laughs> it's a different world. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. They they kind of missed the boat on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were there, they were really close, but they're in that they're in that window of we've got all those brick and mortars. We were huge. We've got all this debt, mm-hmm. and we missed the ball on the internet. And so they're trying try to play catch-up, but it's not enough.
2: I smell a clearance rack opportunity here.
16: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and really, you could probably, I mean, if you wanted, I mean, you could still keep some of the stores alive, right? I mean, there'll be some people that'll probably try to keep some stores alive.
2: Babies R Us, though, they're keeping those?
16: Yeah, that's a good question. It didn't say anything about Babies R Us, but I'm sure that's part of their deal, right? Yeah. I mean, that's they're closing, too? I don't know that. The babies R Us are apparently closing as well. I'm oh, being really? told. Wow! Them, so. Now oh, think wow. of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big chunk. Mm-hmm. But where else do you go for? I mean, there's no place else to go. Your baby's not going to have any clothes. There's not going to have any bedding. There's no place to buy it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, Amazon except online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazon.
16: <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I, it, it's a different world though. Sure you got, is, you've got yeah.
1: that news at the same time that you have the iHeartRadio going bankrupt uh, news. Well, Which is another chilling element. Just went through that too, cumulus right? Cumulus bankrupt. They're all going through. iHeart Radio bankrupt. I wonder if they gobbled up a little too much too fast. Mm. Is it possible? Paid a little too much for too many too soon. Uh,
16: well, I sure wouldn't know yeah, anything know. about buying high and selling low on houses or Jeez. buildings or anything. Or gobbling up. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, uh. Continue. <laughs> um, oh, they absolutely did. Oh yeah. my gosh, they all did, right? I mean, even Cumulus is guilty. They're just not as guilty, you know, as, as far as well, they the road as I That's right. why there's but only they a few all companies did companies to work for. Yeah. Yeah. They all. They all did it. They all <laughs> went down their Deregulation. We can be as big as we want. We can go where we want. Mm-hmm. We can fire all these employees. We don't have to train anybody. We don't We're have to do any bullpen. Everything.
1: We're, we own it all. Makes me wonder if, if uh, it might go back to the way it used to be a little bit. They'll have to sell off some stations, and maybe there'll be some smaller companies that are in this business again.
16: So you can maybe you can go across maybe. the road. Yeah, I maybe. Don't know. I don't know. We'll see. They're going to have to though. Right? I mean, it's going to have to. I would gonna... think so,
1: but I don't know. We'll see. It's really... Because radio still has some legs. I mean, I know everybody's predicting its demise. Everyone has predicted its demise for a long time. It's still the number one medium. Yeah.
16: It's still number one. We've heard stories all along about people being upset that their new cars don't have radio access. Yeah. Some of the new cars were being built without radios. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Which is, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, good. I mean, we all... I like to listen to local radio, whatever local market I'm in. At least I get the idea of what's going on mm-hmm. in the area that you live in. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Um, you know, like right now, we've got a break for traffic, right?
1: No, that's on the five. No, it's, on the, it's, on, it's on the threes. Oh, okay. Three. changed it to every four minutes on the threes. Oh, we see, don't, I can't get yeah. Gosh, no, no, actually, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's coming up. Right.
16: <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have traveled to Detroit, uh, Newark, or Memphis, uh, you uh, might uh, have measles. So uh, be be on the lookout. Just just saying. Uh, Detroit uh, visitors to airports uh, in Detroit, Newark, and New Jersey, and Memphis have been exposed to measles after cases were confirmed to two international travelers. Ah, yeah, they just, they had measles, but we didn't know it at the time. So, know, uh, yeah, they might be infected. Listen, you're going to be good until April second. If you haven't, if you haven't, if they haven't shown up by April second. You're fine.
2: That's when you're in the clear. Yeah, don't okay. worry about it.
16: So, fantastic! I mean, it's amazing. How they uh, So many times, I was surprised at uh, some of the stories inside of the traveler's measles story. The headlines are uh, February 27th, the uh, New York City officials uh, issue uh, measles warnings after tourists leaves virus trail. March 8th, HIV syphilis cluster in teens and adults found in Milwaukee. March 9th, cheerleaders from 39 states potentially exposed to mumps. That's just inside that story. Ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm. You're fine. And then uh, the... Uh, The World Health Organization is all worried about disease X, the unknown disease that will be the next pandemic to bring us down.
1: Yeah, they make it sound like this already exists, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. This is just a possibility down the road. And you know why it's a possibility?
16: Because, you know, for preparation's sake, Pat, Uh we should have the equivalent of a disease monitoring organization like the CDC solely focused on bioterrorism. Want to create a whole mm. new section. That's great. That's, I mean, really. More that, government, please. Yep, that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is, man. It just, it's a, it's amazing. I know that uh, Dr. Michael Corella, you know, Dr. Michael, I mean, he's the director of the Office of Biodefense Research Resources and Transitional Research at NIH's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. You know him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he <laughs> said that, uh, hey, we thought certain viruses were relatively innocuous. And then, Ah, then SARS showed up, then they weren't. Yeah. So you never know. You're right. You never know. Mm-hmm. There's just, good luck, disease X, your history. Have a nice day. All right, the last, uh, we got time for a last couple of them. Last uh, social media, some of my favorite social media posts, mm-hmm. two of them the last few days. Uh, one was, you want to bet that Joe Biden is running for uh, president this oh, I next think time around? Um, this uh, shot. Who
1: else do they have? Um, Joe. Yeah, nobody else. Uh,
16: taking his granddaughter, uh, reportedly taking his granddaughter out to, uh, out to a movie. And Joe stopped. And Vice President Joe Biden was spotted speaking with a homeless man after taking his granddaughter to the movies in Georgetown the other day. Mm-hmm. You can't buy class. <laughs> you can't buy class, compassion and decency. It's instilled within one's soul. That's what at Ricky mm-hmm. Devil has said. And this is what's important is this is what happens when no one is looking. Um yeah, but right. someone <clears throat> was, was looking, looking, mm-hmm. and Joe. Then Joe mean, about didn't you, know it, of but uh, 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 t- you're taking your granddaughter to the movies in your suit.
1: Mm-hmm. I you have really where are you where are you headed, Joe. <laughs> What's going on, man? You mean middle class, Joe? Yes, but I'm uh, sorry, yes. middle class, class, Joe. Joe. Yes, that's what I was talking about, middle yeah. class, Joe. Yeah, uh, they and, they just did a survey about because uh, Democrats are they think they're onto something here in the next few years with elections. But they need to find somebody likable. Yes, they do. They know that, and they know it's not Hillary because we don't like her, and they don't even like her. So they found that uh, they did a a survey with Harvard and found out Bernie Sanders is the nation's most popular politician. Yeah, because the kids love him. This is old curmudgeon. Sanders,
16: the 76-year-old socialist did oh, yeah. little and for the first time right? millennials okay. millennials
1: uh, are going to be the voting block. It'll I mean be that's practically what... 80 by next time around. They didn't ask about Biden. But they should have asked about middle class Joe because he might have he done really well Joe. too. They, I mean, he's got to be angry that he didn't run this last time because he oh, might he, he would have had a shot. He's kind of uh, admitted it, yeah. Um, but they don't know much about uh, Kamala Harris that they're trying to shove she's down our throats too right much now, she's or Kirsten too Gillibrand. But these are the ones; these are the women they're trying to push. Gillibrand forward maybe for next Kamala's pretty, pretty. She's, she's extreme, yeah, really, extreme. really bad. But Gillibrand might pull it really off. bad.
16: She might be good enough to pull it off. We'll see. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, think,
1: I don't think outside of New York
16: she's known that well. Um, Biden, look, Joe could do it, right? I mean, he could absolutely do it yeah. if, if, his health, if his health holds. And it'd be a fun campaign with him and Trump going at if it. If his health holds, it would, it, you know, he could definitely do it. And uh-huh. it would have been fun with him this last time with him and Trump. Yeah, it No question. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been great with middle-class Joe and elitist Trump. And uh, it, would have been, it would have been a fun battle. Because mm-hmm. Joe could pull it off. It'd be great. Yep. And the last tweet that uh, is something to think about uh, while we uh, wrap up chewing the fat uh, from uh, at ML Wolf. Uh, I'm over 18, but in Florida, I can't own a gun. If you want to restrict my rights, then you should also restrict my taxes. Why pay like a full American if I don't get the benefits of being one?
1: Think about it. Ta-da. Uh, uh, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> uh, here's something you might want to uh, keep in mind, too, uh, Jeffy. Riduzone. Really? It's yeah. A, it's a, yeah, yeah. You know... It's a new car? It, no, it's a... It's, a uh, it's something that can help you with... You know, not that you have an issue here, but it's... No, hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> let's say you had a weight issue that you wanted to do something about. Now, diet and exercise are the way to go, obviously, uh, but this supplement can help. Are you pushing exercise on I mean? No, no, no. <laughs> Heavens. Good, no. Goodness. I mean... I hate I mean crime. My goodness. Uh, just, I just... I know that... First of all, we couldn't handle... The resulting earthquakes.
16: Why would, secondly, there be a, why would there be a...
1: Secondly, I mean, I'd hate to see you have a myocardial infarction the, the minute you move your body. Uh, that would be bad. So, but this is going to help me. But this can help you. It's Riduzone because it's safe. It's natural. It's FDA acknowledged. And it it boosts your metabolism. It's, it's really good stuff. They've extracted the OEA out of olive oil, which has been shown to boost metabolism, reduce your appetite, And helps you burn fat. This is really good stuff. This is what uh, Sarah uses all the time. Now, none of us in the office could believe until she proved it with photos that Sarah, who hosts the News and Why It Matters, was 100 pounds heavier. I know. It's fascinating. About 10 years ago or so. But she still controls her cravings uh, with Riduzone and says it's much easier to control her appetite now. So there's something to think about. Fantastic. Yeah. Riduzone.com. Listen, I appreciate you caring. Yeah. And you know I do. You know I did. Oh, Pat. Oh. So go to Riduzone.com, enter the promo code Pat, and you'll get 30% off a three month supply. That's R I D U Z O N E.com, Riduzone.com.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns.
1: Good news! At least, uh, at least we can extract something out of uh, the last year and a half or so. Hmm. Matt Damon is reportedly moving his family to Australia to get away from Donald Trump.
2: Hey, yeah! Yeah! Somebody did it! Yes! Yes!
1: Good. Bye bye. Stay there, please. Stay yeah. out of camera shot. That would be fine. I don't want to listen to your nonsense. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Australians will eat that up. Whatever. Good. Mm-hmm. Good riddance. Uh he did a lot of people threatened to leave if uh President Trump, well, then candidate Trump was elected president. Now, apparently Damon is actually doing it. In part, he says, because he's had enough of Trump. <laughs> How has I, I How has Donald Trump affected these people's lives in any way? Mm. In any
2: way. Oh, you know what? Um, He signed a law that made your taxes lower,
1: Matt. Yeah, Yeah, he's just made it better. He says the move won't impact his work, so it's not as happy uh, a story as I was hoping. He'll travel wherever his projects are shooting. He's also telling friends he wants to have a safe place. To raise his kids. Well, that ain't Australia, my friend. (laughs) They got rid of the guns and guess what happened to the gun violence in the country? It went up and now it's about the same as it was before the ban. So, you know, why don't you at least look into these things and know what you're talking about before you go off like this? But I'm glad he didn't because he's, you know, doing a knee-jerk reaction and leaving and going to Australia. Good, good riddance. Uh, hey! I also, I want to play this. Uh, let's play this uh, Katy Perry thing really quick. Uh, American Idol is back. Um, maybe we'll wait to the other side. Oh, and uh, it'll be fun. You gonna tease us? Yeah, with Ka- yeah. Katie Katy Katie Perry, Katy Perry uh, on American Idol did something I think is really cool. Hmm. I, I think it's fun. Uh, it, you know, it's not like it's not like she did this to a. Now, hopefully, this will pique your interest. It's not like she did this to a ten-year-old. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh. Yeah, here's the story I was talking about earlier. 80% of mass shooters showed no interest in video games. I've got the exact opposite in a story. Uh, Even though he met with video game industry representatives last Thursday, um, psychologist Patrick Markey's research shows 80% of mass shooters did not show an interest in violent video games. That That is just, I don't think that's accurate at all. President Trump has said violence in video games may play a role. I think so, too. Markey said, though, seems like something that should make us safer. So it's totally understand, uh, totally understandable reaction. The problem is just the science. The data does not back up that they actually have an effect. Wow. I another another thing we can discuss. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer and Leash coming up.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the
1: Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome. 888-900-3393. Okay, so we just had this story from this um, psychologist, I believe, uh, that says that the science, the data, does not back up the fact that video games have any Hmm. effect on people. To, you know, make them, I don't know, less sensitive to life. Um, he says it seems like something that should make us safer by looking into video games. And he says so that the reaction is understandable, but the problem is just the science, the data does not back up, that they actually have an effect. Which is interesting because I saw another article that was done. uh, They did a, a study... And uh, looked at the actual words and actions and the stories behind some of these mass murderers. And, uh, for instance, the Sandy Hook guy, whose name I won't say, uh, the Sandy Hook murderer was a frequent player of violent first-person shooter video games. It was said his uh, existence largely involved playing violent computer video games in his bedroom. Um, The guy, the murderer who went on a rampage in the movie theater. Remember uh, the Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises. Frequent player of violent video games, including World of Warcraft. Uh, The two-son shooter who shot, uh, killer who shot uh, Gabriel Giffords and killed six others both mentally ill and a video game player. Uh, Columbine murderer. Based on his journal, a panel of psychologists, psychiatrists, and FBI agents point to his contempt for others and his total lack of empathy and conscience as evidence of his psychopathic tendencies and uh, that he played violent video games. Then, uh, another murderer who killed seven young men and women, including himself, hooked on violent video games. Uh, and this just goes on and on. They list 14 of them. And it doesn't even include the latest, because this was done in um, 2015. So it doesn't include the last one, who was also obsessed with video games. Dylan Roof, the murderer, played violent video games. I don't know. You you tell me. I You know, maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with it. I mean, um, I love video games. My boys love video games. I, I stopped playing them completely, but... Um, they play him, you know, reasonably. They don't devote their life to him. Uh, and it hasn't made them killers. I wasn't a killer, but I, I never played the shoot games. I, I just played the, uh, the NCAA football thing was my deal. I love yeah, that game. I love uh, that game.
2: That one and Madden, but I just yeah, don't totally have time anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't it played. It makes for me sad. Four years, I think it's been.
2: Somewhere out there is a uh, University of Nebraska undefeated season, about eight <laughs> zero. It's obviously in a fantasy world uh-huh. from a few years ago that I just never got around to finishing. Yeah. One day, one day.
1: Something to look forward to. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed. G D Chapel writes: If the Capitol building caught on fire, the Democrats would be blaming the matches. The Republicans would blame the flammable material, and both would die because neither would put the fire out. So true. Brent out of shape. How did the kids feel about protesting in the Washington D.C. prison with all the armed security around? Yeah, because they won't. They don't want their schools turned into prisons. So if you have security, it's a prison. Uh, MJS nineteen seven ninety five kid plus yelling plus gun control equals new law equals Common Core. <laughs> Uh, Valkyrie 1701 says measles outbreak where was Jeffy last weekend (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be no I mean I think what he's riddled with mostly the socially sexually transmitted diseases
2: oh the STD right got it okay so necessarily measles Mm -hmm.
1: or anything to that effect but more if it was a syphilis outbreak you definitely want to know his whereabouts suspect number one right Mm -hmm. Uh, Dave you're on the blaze yeah
11: Hey. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you gave me a couple seconds because the word Madden, Madden, and football just made me angry. But <laughs> their buddy Stu out there, uh, right after the shooting yep. happened, came up with all the facts. And uh, violent crime when yeah. when we were in high school was up fifty percent, or it's down fifty percent since we were in high school. Mm-hmm. School shootings is down. Uh, mm-hmm since we've been in high school, and he went through all those statistics. Yep. But you and I, all we had was Pong. And uh, so that wasn't violent video games. We had Pac-Man. <laughs> so I yeah. think it just, uh, those people that tend to do that, yes, are violent video games an issue? Yeah, we can talk about that. But is it, is it the reason this was, was going on? Those kids were violent to each other back then, just like they are now. Yeah. So it's more of a human condition uh opposed to and desensitization has something to do with it but um you know hey madden that the word is mad right in that
1: yes in that yeah so, so that's all that's likely to set you off right there yeah. you're but, right but you
11: guys can't have it both ways that violent video games is the reason the shooting is happening well because we didn't the, have them my we had, theory we did have tank we had tank
1: yeah my theory is that while all those things have dropped Um, and it, and it is true. And and Stu's not a believer in this theory anyway, but, um, that doesn't mean that certain people uh, who have that tendency to, or a propensity to be affected, aren't more affected by the violent video games themselves. And I, I don't know that that's a fact. Dave, appreciate the call, by the way. I, but I'm just saying we need to look at all these possibilities, uh, mental health and, um. Video games, families, you know, the families are a huge issue. Uh, what happened to our morality? There's a lot of things we need to dig deeply into because our society is sick. And we, we're we just, we're not even treating the symptoms, let alone the disease. So I think we should do that before we throw out the guns. And uh, in fact... Uh, completely take the guns out of the discussion because it has it has nothing to do with it
2: and I think with any addiction you you can carry that over and, and it can affect other areas of your life yeah and so I don't know I I have no I honestly don't know where I come down on is there uh, an effect as far as violent video games equals murderer
1: yeah I, I mean but not necessarily
2: but it is but definitely it affecting contribute. the brain on some level that like you yeah. said in certain susceptible individuals, could carry out into the real set world. Set them
1: off yeah. or be one of the factors. There's, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it. Yes. Could that be one of them? Maybe. I don't know. But it's to me, it's worth looking into and not just dismissing out of hand. Yeah. Trevor in Virginia, you're on the blaze.
13: Hey, Pat. Hey. Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
13: Firstly, uh, thanks for answering my question on uh, the news and why it matters the other night. I'd pre- I appreciate that. Which one was and, yours? Um, it was about the why Trump is getting a pass on his, uh, the Stormy Daniel uh, okay. story. All right. Um, so yeah, I appreciated great. your insight on that. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to call because there was a local story that I heard this morning on our local news uh, radio station coming into work, and it was about one of the high schools that participated in the walkout yesterday. Um, however, it was, it was a much different story than what I've heard on the radio uh, throughout the morning and it was more of a remembrance um, organization. Um, they didn't really come out and protest. They, they, The students that wanted to participate, they all walked out into the parking lot and there was uh, supposedly 17 chairs set out, um, out there in the parking lot and there were seniors that had volunteered to um, stand up on the chairs and talk about um, one, one senior for each of the fallen students down there in Parkland. To talk about that person for for a few seconds, and then they ended it with a student-led prayer. Uh, So I thought that that was a was a really good story that came out of my local area here in Virginia. Um, You don't hear a lot of that um, nationwide, but you know it was a it was a good uh, you know heart heartwarming story that I wanted to share. Since some of the some of the stuff that we've been hearing coming out from yesterday, you know, kind of makes you worry about about the next generation, but. It seems like uh, our local area here have uh, at least has their heads on heads on right.
1: And what town do you live in?
13: Um, I live in Harrisonburg, Virginia, which is about um, about 45 minutes northwest of Charlottesville, Virginia.
1: Okay. Hmm. Well, that's, so, yeah, uh, that's the, a very cool. Dem- I wow, mean, that's great. That,
2: that was how. The, that's how you do it, right there. Yeah, it was a
1: student-led prayer.
2: Awesome. It was hmm. a
13: student-led prayer. Oh, okay. The
2: school
1: really board nice. was
13: actually there at wow. that school that day. So,
2: in so other so news, ACLU every- will be there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well.
13: <laughs> yeah, I won't mention the school name. How about that? <laughs> there you go.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Trevor. Yeah, that if they had all gone that way, that would have been a powerful, powerful demonstration. Absolutely. It would have been awesome. Yeah. But they didn't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. It's also time for oh, a me. stormy update. She's, of course, uh, made some extra news because she's offered to give back the money, the $130,000, if they'll <laughs> let her talk. Um, there's also a, uh, a segment featuring a clip from a 2007 interview hmm. Stormy Daniels did with Bubba the Love Sponge. Uh, if, you're <laughs> if you live in Florida, you probably know about him. <laughs> uh, he was, you know, he was known for doing interviews such as this with uh stormy daniels i mean that would fit right into what he did (laughs) uh and she apparently discussed her affair with trump at the time here's a a clip of that kind
13: of including an interview daniels whose real name is stephanie clifford (laughs) gave to a Florida radio personality in May of 2007, months after the alleged affair started. The radio host mentions the interview in a recent show, explaining how he asked Daniels to write down the names of the famous people with whom she had sex. Can you Not write down
2: Can you write down a name, and we won't say it on the air, but we just promise. for our own.
1: She writes down Donald Trump. Let Let see. See. Oh, wow. And you can tell it's him because listen to how we describe it. Let, Let see. me Let's Let's see. see. Let's oh, wow. Let me see. Oh, wow. see. Oh, wow. see. We're going to hand, hand it around. We're going to... Oh, so wow. it around. Hey, hold on, hold on. Everybody be careful yeah. on this. Dude, not- and so now, Manson, I, I know it's Donald Trump, and I'm like, be careful. This isn't Vince Neal or Tommy Lee or David Lee Roth. This is a guy that's, you know, litigious and got money. <laughs> so they were interviewing her because I guess she was just a famous, you know, porn star. Mm. And uh, that's, that's what that guy did a lot of. <laughs> and so. She writes down the celebrity she's been with, and it was obviously Donald Trump. At least according to them. So uh He's litigious
2: and got some money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting though. Her her mother, Stormy Daniels' mom, is saying she doesn't want any of this to hurt Donald Trump. She voted for him, she'd vote for him again.
7: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> yeah. That's
1: awesome. Uh she says every time she turns on the TV, like the rest of America, she can't escape her daughter talking about this in, uh, whole thing um but uh, she's not pleased she doesn't want it to affect uh, the president her name is sheila gregory she's 64 and she said it deeply it hurts me deeply my friends all say the same thing i can't believe that's the same sweet child you took such good care of her i say how do you think i feel mm. is her mom not proud of her because she's a porn star Adult oh, wow. Adult Film. Actress. Adult film Pat. performer. Perf- performer? Right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh she's currently on a tour, uh Stormy is. Is she? Called Make America Horny Again. I'm sorry? Yeah, that's great. So she's barely barely touring uh the nation's strip clubs. Um and oh. that's a great way to I mean, she's she's benefiting from this. I mean, I think we can all See that. And her mom's not exactly excited about it. Uh, her dad says, Look, I paid my child support and did all that, but I didn't really have any involvement when she was being raised. <laughs> Look. <laughs> He's wiped his cleared. hands. He's washed his hands of that whole thing. So there's your the checks sh- cleared. Stormy up. <laughs> Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, Glenn and Tanya set this company up because they had a really bad experience with a realtor and their real estate, their house that they tried to sell, lost a bunch of money on it. Took all kinds of, t- took years to sell. Uh, they didn't want other people to have to suffer through that, so they decided to put together a network of agents all across the country. We now have over twelve hundred of them, and they're rigorously qualified by Glenn's team for experience their marketing plans kind of character do they have and what are the results they've had in the past those are the barometers that are used and then this one which i think might be the most important of all are they fans of the show because if they're fans of the show they're going to have the same principles and values generally speaking that you have and you're going to be able to relate to them and have a really good experience so if you want to sell your house and you want to sell it fast for the most money Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We will introduce you to the best realtor in your town. Let our agents earn your business. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
0: Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: All right, I just found this list, uh, and it was written by, I think, a non-friendly-to-Trump type of person. Uh, They compiled a list of things that Republicans no longer have the high road on due to Donald Trump, supposedly. I thought we'd go over some of them because there's, I mean, it's a huge, huge list. (laughs) See if we agree with any of these. Um, Being best known as a reality TV host. No, you can't take the high road on that. That's already, uh, we lost that one. I don't know that Republicans have ever used that, though. Having no political experience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We kind of use that with Obama because he had been a U.S. senator for, what, 10 minutes when he ran for president?
2: And community organizer.
1: Uh, Having no military experience. (laughs) Okay. Having actively dodged a war. Having compared avoiding sexual diseases during a promiscuous period uh, going to war. Having disparaged a war hero for having been captured. Having claimed to have more military knowledge than our generals. Hmm. Having admitted to getting their military knowledge from watching TV. Having been divorced twice. Having multiple affairs with porn stars and paying them possibly with campaign cash. We've already found out that's not the case. To keep them quiet. Uh, Having a wife who posed nude in lesbian-themed photos and plagiarized her only major speech. (laughs) I mean, she might have used some of what uh, Michelle Obama said, but I don't know if you can say the whole speech was plagiarized. Bragging on tape about sexually assaulting women, running several failed businesses into the ground, running casinos and overtly sexual beauty pageants, declaring bankruptcy multiple times, trying to violate the Cuban embargo, using Chinese steel on their own buildings while decrying what China has done to our steel industry having greatly misled about their academic record, all while also questioning the academic record of a current president. I mean, this is a long list, and uh, maybe some validity to, to some of it. Wow, it just goes on and on page <laughs> after page. Oh, okay. <laughs> However, hmm. on the other hand, he's done a pretty good job on some things. Has he not? We were talking this morning uh, on Glenn's show when I went on there. He was asking, what would it take for this president to be considered one of the great presidents of recent times along the lines of Ronald Reagan? And, you know, while the last two or three weeks have been really rough, I think, uh, he has done some really good things. And if he were to actually get the wall built, uh, and not grant amnesty to 2 million illegal aliens uh, and get the full repeal of Obamacare, maybe another tax cut if he balanced the budget, stop spending so much, then eh, you'd be talking pretty good political territory, I would say.
2: Stop tweeting.
1: Yeah, stop tweeting would be really good. That's maybe the first thing he could do.
2: Yeah, you do that and you're well on your way, sir
1: yeah cuz that that really <laughs> that skews the numbers does <laughs> it does also uh there's a story about a mother who once married her son and then they divorced she's now in jail after marrying her daughter
2: wait but wait 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 so the the boy the guy married his mom mm-hmm. so who gets custody of him
1: mm, i don't know Patricia Ann Spann, 46, her biological daughter, Misty Velvet Dawn Spann, uh, 26, got married in the town of Lawton about 17 months after same-sex marriage became legal in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. To get around the potential snag of their shared family name, she list, uh, Patricia Spann listed her name as something else on the pair's marriage license application. For her part in marrying her daughter, Two years after she was legally allowed to contact her children following an annulled marriage to her biological son, she'll serve time in jail.
2: There are more people in her circle, is there not?
1: Apparently, I don't... It doesn't seem like it. It's like she's got a very... Doesn't Limited seem like it. She, circle she of friends. entered a plea deal, so she'll serve two years in prison, followed by eight years probation. She'll have to register as a sex offender. <laughs> they're. Bo- Let me ask you this: They're both adults. Mm. You can't legislate love. How is this a crime? They're both consenting adults. Yeah, I, I know they're biologically family. But to the left, why would this be a problem? Yep. Why? <clears throat> Incense, incest is still punishable in Oklahoma by up to 10 years in prison. Wow. wow. She told child welfare investigators she lost custody of Misty and her two other children before reconnecting with them in 2014. <laughs> That's when Patricia and Misty, her daughter, really hit it off and started the relationship that would eventually land them both in jail Before the pair was arrested, they made their home in Duncan, Oklahoma, about 30 miles from the Texas-Oklahoma state line. Mm. Gosh, they're almost close enough to be called Texans. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Mm. Her kids were legally adopted by their paternal grandmother after she lost custody, and she even told investigators she thought her marriage to Misty was legal because her name was no longer listed on her birth certificate. (laughs) It's interesting, though. We're all repulsed by this, Mm -hmm. right? Completely repulsed by it. But if there's not, these are two women, so they can't have children. So what is the argument against this relationship if you're on the left? Why is this relationship any worse than any other relationship between consenting adults? Whether it's hetero or homosexual, why? This and polygamy kind of don't make sense anymore being against the law, do they? We have thrown the gates so far open that I don't even understand how these two people are in jail. You can't legislate their love. You can't control who they love. (laughs) Somehow, I guess we can, but only in this case. Why? Because we still have some sort of social thing in us that say, no, that's creepy. <laughs> that's wrong, man. That we, No, I will not stand for a mother marrying her daughter. Based on what? Yeah. Based on morals? Whose morals? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you can still condemn this relationship, why doesn't that open up the other relationships to also be condemned? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know how they get away with this. It's it's really strange. And to be in jail for 2 years over it and then 8 years of probation afterward. It doesn't say how long the daughter will be in jail, but she was arrested and put in jail too. They annulled her marriage to her biological son, <laughs> and then the next thing she does is marry her biological daughter. And of course, we're all thinking the same thing. Man, that is creepy. She is freaky. What is going on there? Why can we still think that? Interesting. 888 900 And we got to get to this uh, Katy Perry thing too. Coming up in just a few minutes here on on The Blaze.
0: Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Uh. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh.
1: Sad story in uh, breaking in Miami. Several fatalities in a bridge collapse at Florida International uh, University in Miami. Really sad. I, I don't uh, cite any reason for the collapse. Don't know what happened, but apparently uh, some people were crushed underneath it. Really sad story. 888 thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed. Hashtag put that in your pipe. Also on Facebook.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. The Black Wolf. Wouldn't it make sense that violent people would be drawn to a place to try to vent that violence as in video games? Doesn't mean the game created them any more than the gun made them shoot? Uh, Possibly. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But I think we should look into it. Jack Beer guy, if you're going to Australia because you think it's safer, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Everything there wants to kill you. No way I'd go there without a gun. Hashtag put that in your pipe. Uh, just do muck and fudge. Okay, now we need George W. Bush's voice saying, <clears throat> just because you play violent video games doesn't necessarily make you a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. You know, like the uh, just because... You're,
17: you're poor. Let me make it very clear. Poor Let people are not necessarily killers. Not necessarily killers. Just because you happen to be yeah. not, not rich, rich doesn't mean you're willing to kill.
1: Just because you're violent doesn't necessarily mean you're a killer. Because you're vi- you like violent games. You're a gamer. You like to play them all day. That doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to go out and, and kill. Necessarily. Uh, from constitutional stoner, how about Jeffy the Love Sponge?
7: <laughs> There's oh, a uh,
1: the guy who did the Stormy Daniels interview in Florida. Bubba the Love Sponge. I like Jeffy the Love Sponge. That's. I bet he'll adopt that. You he'll, think he'll make, like that too? We'll can see we make him. it stick? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, so to speak. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, very well. Of course, when you're talking about making things stick, and I Jeffy, guess, you I just don't don't, mm-hmm. don't even. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to make that connection at mm. all. Mm-mm. So, what are your thoughts on the um, <clears throat> on the Russian situation with killing those two uh, former Russian agents that apparently turned double agents and worked for the MI book for MI six, and that, well, they weren't actually killed. They're they're in critical condition now. They've been poisoned. Everybody thinks it's the Russians. They're they deny it vehemently, mm-hmm. but I you know Vladimir Putin. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He'll deny it, and it means absolutely nothing. But there, uh, the the British are retaliating. They threw twenty six Russian spies out of the country. Russia says, "Don't threaten a nuclear power." I mean, they're making some interesting statements. This uh, is a serious, serious situation. They're talking about some sort of. Um, retaliation at the World Cup in Russia. But they've stopped short so far of calling on the English team to pull out of the tournament because, you know, England wants to win the World Cup. And that's like a big sport. I don't know why they love that commie sport like they do, but they do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) For some reason, you know, it's just it's big there. Putin's officials are responding with fury, saying uh, Britain's tough response was unacceptable, unjustified, short-sighted, and provocation. Statement released by the Russian embassy in the capital said, Obviously, by investigating this incident in a unilateral, non-transparent way, the British government is again seeking to launch a groundless anti-Russian campaign. Uh, I don't think there's nearly as many anti-Russian campaigns as there probably should be. <laughs> and it's just my personal opinion. Prime Minister also confirmed government officials and members of the royal family would not be attending the World Cup in Russia. That's got to hurt them. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. Don't say that. Don't say you're not sending the king, the queen, the prince, the princess, whatever you have. Oh, don't hold them back, please. That's... That's that's not a proportional response, right? Is
2: that grounds for like yeah, World War Three right yes. now? Yes.
1: <laughs> if you're gonna withhold the royals, uh-huh. uh, that's that's a punishment worse than they had coming to them. Yeah.
2: I mean, make the punishment fit the crime, right?
1: Right. Yes, you want it to be proportional.
2: Proportional.
1: Otherwise, you know, you get condemned by the world body, and you don't want that. You know,
2: that's another progressive word: proportional. Mm-hmm. Like a proportional response in war. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. No. No, it's called kick their ass and worry about it later. Not a proportional response. Ugh,
1: that's yeah, it used to be called that, but it's not anymore. That's
2: what happened to us. Now in it's Iraq. all proportionality.
1: Mm-hmm. Assets belonging to Putin's government will be frozen, apparently, to stop them from being used for wrongdoing. Suspected spies could be de- detained like terrorists. Under new powers, the U.K. allies, France, Germany, and the U.S. are in full support of her tough stance. Why, why are countries uh, female? Uh, I think we need to stop that really sexist practice. Huh. Never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They almost
2: always refer to them as her. <gasps> oh, you know who didn't, though? Germany. Fatherland. yeah
1: that was the fatherland uh uh-huh. see yeah. where that gets you though right mm-hmm. i guess it was only 23 russian spies that were mm-hmm. expelled um but it's the toughest act of its kind in the last 30 years and you know it'll it'll receive the same sort of thing or maybe even more from russia they'll kick a bunch of brits out of out of russia uh oh no oh. so i won't have access to borch anymore for dinner oh no what am i gonna do Uh, Wait a minute. Also, the U.K. is in the middle of a big cold snap. And what they're kind of concerned with is that Russia will cut off their supply of natural gas. Hmm. That would be bad. Uh, Vladimir Putin could gain control over the U.K.'s gas supply. And uh, the demand for gas is supposed to be pretty high this coming weekend as temperatures are plunging and snow is expected. Trevor Sikorsky from Energy Aspects said, if anything was to happen to that supply, particularly now at the end of the reasonably cold winter, that is, wait a minute, the reasonably cold winter? That doesn't happen anymore. Uh, I thought that didn't happen. (laughs) Then I just read an article also that uh, they have predicted both things, both that it be warmer and it is warmer Mm -hmm. in the winter and that it's also responsible for being colder and that there would be more snow in the winter. And they've also predicted there will be less snow in the winter.
2: I'm sorry. What? So, yeah. I can't uh, follow this.
1: Everything means global warming. That's what that means.
2: I thought, because it was not just me?
1: No, that's not.
2: I just thought I was just slow.
1: So it's left a European gas shortage. Uh, the the gas storage levels are low. And so Russia could really mess things up if they wanted to. I don't, I don't know if they'd get that serious with this thing, because that would really escalate it. That wouldn't be a proportional response. So we'll have to see if uh, they take an action that that serious. Also, bad reviews for the new movie from Oprah Winfrey, A Wrinkle in Time. Really? You know why people are saying bad things about it? Uh, Racism. That's why. You knew that. You know it. Just admit it. No, Racism. What happened? Ava DuVernay, a black activist who directed a whole movie arguing that mass incarceration is a continuation of race-based slavery, now is suggesting that racism explains why her latest movie, Wrinkle in Time, got bad reviews. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's great. So when you do a crappy job of your entertainment uh, piece, whatever it may be, just blame racism. It's not not because you did a crappy job on it. This is just racism. She uh, gave a backhanded compliment to Vulture's Kyle Buchanan, who wrote about the subtle, resonant theme of the black main character's insecurity about her hair. You were the only Caucasian journalist of any gender to see it. Understand it and seriously ask me about it. Appreciate the chat, the sensitivity, and the writing. But everybody else who criticized the movie was apparently doing it based on racism. Seems like she's kind of racist n- noticing the skin color of the journalist writing about her movie. What difference does that make? Oh yeah. Hair is apparently a sensitive issue among black women and the film captured both the insecurity and the beauty of actress Storm Reed's unique curly hairstyle as well. Hmm. Even so this thing was a tiny fraction of the film and in the context of the bad reviews her focus on it seems a little desperate frankly mm-hmm. and ridiculous. But that's I, I love this because every time they throw out this kind of stupidity, doesn't it? Doesn't it mock the actual racism that actually happens yeah. in daily life? It demeans it, it it belittles it. And then when you hear this so often, you just start to dismiss everything. Say, oh, shut up about that. Yeah,
2: we learned this term earlier in the program, implicit bias. Yeah. So people were writing bad reviews, not because they didn't like the movie. It's just because they're, I guess, born into their hatred and racism for, for people that people. don't look like them.
1: Right. Exactly right. On a happier note, let's uh, check out this uh, video from American Idol. A lot of people probably don't even know American Idol is back, but it is. It's, it's back with Lionel Richie. Um, some country singer, uh, and Katy Perry, Luke Bryan. Okay. Okay. Luke Bryan is the country singer. Mm-hmm.
2: And of course, you're a big fan of all country music. So I'm surprised you, you kind of hesitated on saying you know
1: that. No, I am. Yeah. You know, I just wasn't sure which of my super favorite country stars it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, because uh, they're all so good. Well, and yeah. I listen to them so often. Sometimes mm-hmm. I even get them a little mixed up. You already I, got
2: your tickets to a show coming up here yeah. in Dallas in September,
1: right? Well, September, right? Right, September. Dallas Luke Bryan. You know coming. the date, you have it memorized. Yeah, September. September 8th. 8th. 2018. The 8th of September. I've already got my tickets. Oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah? I want to see them. I think Jackie has them at home. Okay. So well, all right. Maybe I'll show you tomorrow. Sure. Do a little show and tell. <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway, there was a contestant, Benjamin Glaze, and I guess he told the panel he hasn't had his first kiss yet, and here's what ensued. Uh-oh.
3: Have you kissed a girl and liked it? No, I've never been in a relationship. Really? I, I can't kiss a girl without being in a relationship.
17: Come here, Benjamin. Yeah, come no, here. No, wait, me. hold come on. Come on. Come here. On. Come, come here right now. On, come on.
3: Come you, you can't come be Come here right come now. Come uh, no. right right here. Right what, on the cheek?
12: hmm He didn't even make the smush sound. No, All right. okay, okay. let's start on, over. Let's get Let me this. start
17: over. Okay,
12: okay.
7: Ah! <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, oh,
15: did it. you get it? There you
7: go.
14: <laughs> Katie! Come on! And he fell down. He fell yeah. down. He went. He went. He went. You did! On. Oh my
7: Very gosh. Good. That was.
1: So I guess what, that sexual harassment, sexual assault, what what is she being accused of here? I don't know. Has is that been, what it is? Has he been tested yet? I I mean I mean that's just nice. That's can you imagine that kid will have that that Katy Perry was his first kiss mm. for the rest of his life. I I think that's that was sweet. That was nice of her. That too. is sweet. That's kind of fun. But uh, boy. But a, what a that's a tame day for her, right? probably yes probably a very tame day for her and he's 19 it's not like he's 12 you know if she would have kissed a 12 year old on the lips you might have you know okay that's you went too far
2: and at least it wasn't a tacky grab his head and you right. know stick her tongue down
1: his throat it was just a little, <laughs> right, just a little peck yeah. on the lips his first kiss ever is from katie perry it's a cool thing yeah but
2: there's a lot of guys who have a similar story probably you know their first kiss ever was by katie perry so who knows <laughs>
1: Just saying. Probably not a unique story. Maybe. 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about the way I get some really good nutrition in my diet. Because I don't eat vegetables. Uh, That probably surprises you. What? You're not a full-out vegetarian, Pat? No, surprisingly, I'm not. Uh, And a lot of people here told me about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. And I finally tried it, took, a, um, took it home, and now I use a scoop every day in my uh, drink that I have in the morning. And every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables, which is fantastic. And it's the only way I get vegetables in my diet. It's also prebiotic, probiotic. I don't know what those do, but they're really good. And everybody talks about them. This has it. Plus, it boosts your immunity, has antioxidant power, and it's not just extracted from food. It actually is real food. So just put a scoop into about eight ounces of water, your favorite drink, whatever it is, and it's, it's just that easy. It tastes good. It's, it's quick. Go to BrickHousePat.com and just give it a try today. See if you don't feel more energy like I do. Try Field of Greens today. Get your free shaker bottle if you use the offer code PAT brickhousepat.com that's brickhousepat.com
0: you are listening to pat gray on the blaze radio network
1: She's come a long way since that song. Um, I think it was her first, too, wasn't it? I kissed a girl and I liked it. Remember that song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now she kissed a boy and she apparently liked it. They got high fives, high tens all around. And uh, I'm sure he liked it. But uh, people are pissed, right? I guess he's... Isn't there some controversy? Is
2: the kid saying it was good or what? Yeah, and somebody on Twitter said he probably has a girlfriend now that he didn't tell about, so he has to act like he didn't doesn't like it. Or... Is he acting like he didn't? I think so. I think I did. Is just he see really? Something. Yeah, what was his name again? Let's see, kid. Let's see, I'll, I'll find out. you
1: got to be kidding me. Yeah, hang on. The 19-year-old kid is acting like he didn't appreciate that.
2: Let's see. Hang on.
1: Come on.
2: Okay, he liked it, but first should have asked. She should have yeah. asked? Yeah, let's see. Well, Didn't he walk over there to her? Good grief. Yes. So, yeah, whatever. Everything sucks.
1: I know. Let's see. We make such a big deal out of everything now. It's like, what? Is he going to be uh, traumatized for life? Because and, and Katy Perry moved her cheek and kissed him on the lips? Stop it.
2: Yeah, I'm not finding... Uh, I'm not Stop finding it. him complaining, but other people are talking about on it his behalf. Like, yeah.
1: Because that's what happens now. You know, you got to complain on behalf of Native Americans, mm-hmm. black people, white kids who are 19 and never kissed a girl. You just got to complain. Somebody's been victimized. Okay. And some white leftist is going to make sure everybody knows it. About.
2: So here we go. I know a lot of guys would be like, heck yeah. But for me, I was raised in a conservative family and I was uncomfortable immediately. I wanted my first kiss to be special.
1: That's pretty special. It's Katy Perry. Uh, Dude. It's not how neat. many, how many, seriously though, how many 19 year old kids can say that? <laughs> Whatever. All right. Jeez. It's, he, it's, so it's, he's, he's not happy about it either. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it is unbelievable. We, we
2: are in a very sensitive society.
1: Uh-huh. And um uh-huh. I guess
2: everybody wants to be offended. I mean, I'm
1: pretty I'm from a pretty conservative family too, and have a pretty conservative family. <laughs> I have Nothing wrong with that. Stop it. Triple eight nine hundred, thirty-three ninety-three. Is there something wrong with waterboarding? Because uh Rand Paul is talking about the latest nominee to the for director of the CIA. Uh, Donald Trump has nominated Gina Haspel and Rand Paul is accusing her of showing joyful glee during the torture of terrorism suspects. Now, uh, Rand Paul was asked about this and here's what he said.
17: You know, I'm a big supporter of President Trump. One of the things I really liked about him as a candidate was his vocal opposition to the Iraq war. The -hmm. idea that regime change in Iraq actually led to unintended consequences. It made Iran stronger and tipped the balance of power in the Middle East. He's appointing people around him who actually still think the Iraq war was a good idea and actually think that we should have a new war with Iran. So I think he's actually appointing people who don't understand American first policy and who happen to be more from the neoconservative camp that always mm. another war or always think mm-hmm. America should be involved in another war. Specifically on the mm-hmm. CIA director, I oppose her because she believes that waterboarding should be something that we use, and I think mm-hmm. America shouldn't be known for torture. And I have members of my family in the military. I don't want, if they're ever captured right. for foreign countries, to think torture is okay.
11: And let me step in there. You say she believes, Gina Haspel believes in this. She was working uh, in a capacity at the CIA where everybody was taking orders. So, mm-hmm. Gina Haspel, um, you're saying she? How do you know what she believes? Thank you.
17: Good well, question. there was a book written about the uh, torture treatment, the waterboarding, and some of her comments were basically gleeful. Well, that- there
1: was a book written and some of her comments were gleeful. Hmm. Who wrote, did, did she write a book or did she comment in the book or was she coming, commenting on the book? I'd like that explained a little
17: bit. Uh, The man can't breathe and he's choking on saliva and water and she's saying, oh, you're a good actor. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, you know, I can't believe a grown man's crying because of this treatment. And mm-hmm. it almost seemed to be a little, a bit of glee in her voice that she actually enjoyed the torture. And I think that's not who we need to lead the CIA. There are many career officials in mm-hmm. the CIA who would be perfectly competent to mm-hmm. do this, but we should not reward somebody who actually participated in torture treatment. Wow.
1: Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that? I'm I'm kind of torn on waterboarding. I, I don't know that I consider it torture. I know that it's scary to people, and it's super unpleasant. I get that. But nothing... I mean, you can't really be harmed by it. It's You, you think you're going to, but that that's not like somebody ripping your fingernails off. Sticking bamboo shoots up your fingernails. Uh... Jamming things into your body parts like has been done to our prisoners. Waterboarding involves laying somebody down, you put a rag in or a towel over their face or in their mouth, and then you pour water on them. Is that pleasant? No, it's not. No, it's not. And it, it seems effective since it was a carpet back, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. <laughs> yes. Carpet back was said to have lasted the longest. Wow. And you know how long, how long he lasted? Not long. Three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes. <laughs> I and
2: mean... We got good information from him, if it, I recall.
1: We got actionable information from him. Now, that they say, something. well, you can't trust what they're telling you because they just want it to stop. Well, we got good action actionable stuff from him. Three minutes. The average is 18 seconds. 18 seconds. They put our Navy SEALs through it. So, I don't know. I don't know if I get really carried away with that. I don't think America should necessarily torture either. But it just it's whether or not you consider waterboarding torture.
2: And probably how imminent the threat is from your perspective, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, you know, we used to, when 24 was on all the time. Just mm. to talk about that, what kind would you do what Jack did if there was a nuclear weapon about to be set off in downtown Los Angeles? Kind of changes your perspective a little, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You'd want them to do almost anything to get the information to where you could defuse that bomb so that 10 million people wouldn't die. You'd you'd be willing to do almost anything. And f- certainly that includes waterboarding. And
2: and and in hindsight, let's think about Parkland. The stuff that we know ahead of time, obviously we're not talking about torture there, but it's like, would you not be upset, irate, if if, if a bomb does go off in a major American city and officials knew enough and they didn't, and they didn't like, do
1: it? Well, look, the lawyers say don't touch him. Well, Rand Paul thinks that's torture, so we're not going to do it. So please, sir, won't you please tell us the information? We'd like to know it. <laughs> I mean, it's not even we're a We're asking question. you nicely here. We're being polite. Please, I used the magic word. Please tell me where the bomb is. Yeah, I don't I don't think that really works well. We'll see you tomorrow. Pat Gray unleashed
0: on the Blaze Radio Network.